Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Four years after uh, the Monkees were manufactured for a TV show, they'd released their best live album ever. That's incredible. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten. My name is Ian Lee. Who the hell are you, lady? I'm Catherine Boyle, and I was just googling in a frenzy, thinking, who is this mature-sounding band? It can't be. Oh, hang on, it is yeah, the Monkees. Uh, 
It's the monkeys, isn't it? They've just got a new album out, Mike and Mickey, and it's absolutely stunning. Um, dear listener, come and join us tonight. Let's try and have a laugh. Well, these are weird times, as we know, and I- I've got a few questions about um, stuff that may be happening underneath the surface, bubbling underneath the surface. But you know what we want to do on this show is we're kind of here just to have a laugh and to dick around, and you are very welcome to call up about anything you want it, we seem to have got into a nice little groove recently where the shows alternate between absolute stupidity and tomfoolery and something a little bit heavier that means tonight we're kind of on schedule for um uh, dicking around but 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 if you want to call in as you know the rules you can call in about anything we're not going to sit here and ask you a question or you know let tonight's big debate is this uh we're going to sit and we're going to talk music and films and video games and books and argue and it'll be a little bit potty mouth but if you want to phone in and say, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm struggling at the moment, you are very, very welcome. I, I've, I've kind of d- worked out a couple of things that um, we can talk about a bit later on that I thought I was the only one going through. And it turns out lots of people are going through. And sometimes just having that identification can help a little bit. So you know the score. 03444991000 is the telephone number. But, 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 um, it's someone I've not seen. We've got a special guest. And it's someone I've not seen for ages. And whenever he comes on the show, I always find it exhausting because he's one of the few people, Catherine, who I would say is uh, faster than me. And don't tell him I said this, is more knowledgeable about music than me. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen would you please welcome to the arena it's mr douglas anderson good evening dougie good evening lovely loves it's a pleasure to be with you to be speaking to you and i think it was lee hazelwood that said these are cold hard times but another wise man once said something to me which i'd like to share with you now and it was please simply do, this please do. sometimes the giggle factory should open for business and let it open now <laughs> Yeah, Dougie, we're of course doing this remotely. I'm um, near Aylesbury. Catherine is God knows where. Uh, Amy is in London. Are you? Are you? Where, whereabouts are you roughly? Don't give us the the grid reference or the street number. But whereabouts are you speaking to us from? I'm coming to you live from Southeast London this evening. Gosh. Gosh, and uh, what, here's the thing: whenever we've we've had you on the show before, it's always been face to face, mano a mano a womano. Um, but of course, I can't see you. And it, as often blind people will say, um, that when you can't see something, your your senses are in many ways heightened. Your other senses are in many ways heightened. Can I ask you a personal question? Are you Scottish? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know you talk about voices and then the timber or the tomber, um, and I. Quite often, I can see or listen to a voiceover, watch an advert, and I—it's—I can't—I don't know if it's you or Nick Frost. Oh, oh gosh! Yeah, wow. yeah. There, there, there's a definite correlation between the voices. I was um, with Nick Frost when um, the tragic events of 9/11 were unfolding, so that's my alibi. And um, I'm sticking to it. I was with Nick Frost. This is what we, this is tonight's phone-in. Who were you with when the tragic events of 9-11 unfolded? I was with Nick Frost, Joe Cornish, Lauren Laverne, and someone else who I can't remember. That's not a bad list of celebs to be hanging out with when the world was collapsing for the first time. <clears throat> I was um, I was at the BBC in uh, Glasgow, Scotland, where uh, mm. country 
country where I'm from. Uh, obviously, lost the accent, but uh, that's where I'm from. Uh, <laughs> making a making a music show uh, called the Beat Room, and brilliantly, one of my producers was the, I guess, one of indie royalty, uh, Douglas T. Stewart, the BMX Bandits. Wow. And. Um, so we are sort of, and oh God, I was so excited because this was, and you'll you'll understand my excitement when I tell you this. We not only had the Beta Band performing a live set, yep. and you know how much that band means Beautiful. to me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we got the first ever British TV appearance of the White Stripes. Really? Um, and this was wow. Yeah, yeah. And this was this was a show coming out of Glasgow, only seen in Scotland before iPlayer. And it felt a bit like a Tony Wilson thing. You know, it felt yeah. like a So It Goes or something like that. We were actually getting these amazing bands to perform almost in secret. But anyway, suddenly someone says, oh, that's, that doesn't look right. New York, uh, this is great, isn't it? This is what people want to hear in a lockdown. Uh, anecdotes about 9-11. Um, I think they do, maybe, actually, yeah. You know, maybe it's, it's a bit levity, isn't it? Um, but by goodness, we could all uh, we could all do with some. Um, and I remember someone going... Look at that! You know things are falling down in New York, and within two minutes, it was straight back to. So, how many songs is the Beta Band going to play here? You know, so it was a, it was a consciousness of what was happening, but also, also a pragmatism that that yeah. life had to go on. But, um, oh, we were um, we were doing um, uh, uh, a, a topical. Uh, panel show that Joe Cornish was hosting and it was called something like what a week or this is this week or something like that and so I mm. came into I came in late it was in uh, in Kensington and someone said oh have you seen what's happening I went no and there was a plane you know sticking out the building and I was like oh okay gosh that's interesting and then we would keep going in, into right what was going to be the show and Nick Frost was really taking an interest in it and he kept going, I'm just going to go and watch what's happening. And none of us really registered how big it was, except for him. And he, he would keep coming back in and talking about aeroplanes and guns. Nick Frost really knows guns very, very well. <laughs> Catherine, Catherine, can I ask you? I mean, we've set the, the standard pretty high. Which yeah. celebrities or rock bands were you with on 9-11? Uh, <laughs> I was also at the BBC, actually. Uh, I was at the BBC in Milton Keynes, which at that Here point was comprised of one member of staff, and that was me. Oh. Oh. And I was sitting in an office alone... The fax machine had done nothing all day. I'd kind of been picking my nails for a while, and I thought, I'm going to yeah. ring the office in Luton and see if anything's doing. Oh. And when I rang <laughs> and up, I said... something was doing, wasn't it? They went, are you joking me? I went, no. I said, I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs. Is there anything I can do? Is there any jobs over there? And they went, yeah, get your ass over here. So um, I went to uh, Luton, and it was one of those kind of all-hands-on-deck moments at um, a BBC local radio station. I mean, obviously... Uh, yeah, I mean, the BBC's effort could not have done it without us at Luton, so you're there welcome, There you go, you see. Uh, your memories of 9-11, please, on the anniversary... No, hang on a minute, it's not the anniversary. Oh, but you can call in 0344-499-1000. Dougie, I know you love your music, and I know uh, uh, th th what, what a lot of people are doing at the moment. Now, I don't want to dwell too much on, on the coronavirus, but there are some lovely... There are some pluses coming out of uh, uh, an horrific global pandemic and one of them is that lots of people are doing things for free or for pennies on zoom or on facebook or on youtube um and one of them and i'm, I'm referencing this because I, I i think you know the people involved my sister joe 
has been doing, I think it's either a daily or a weekly meditation on Facebook, taken by, ladies and gentlemen, from Bell and Sebastian, Mr. Stuart Murdoch. And she texted me earlier because she tweeted that she was really enjoying it, and Stuart Murdoch replied to saying, ah, oh, thanks, Joe, I'm glad, I'm glad you, you, you're getting something out of it. It's helping me as well. Uh, are you still friends with the, the Bell and Sebastian guys and gals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's actually ten years, but unbelievably ten years since we made our our film together. Yeah. Um, it was late late twenty ten, which is literally ten years ago. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yep. yes, right. yes, still, s- still, still, still uh, friends, still, still a fan of their music, and I know that Stuart's been doing these meditations. I didn't know Joe, your sister, was taking part. I myself yeah. have been doing meditations. I guess you could call them private ones. It's just myself or sometimes the good lady wife pops in and um, just trying to be, because it does help. And that's the one yeah. thing we talk about, finding the positives in this hard time. And we'll get onto music positives and, and hopefully oh, God, film yes. positives as well. But yes. the whole point of um, have we, oh God, I mean, I've been bored of people forever, forever. And this links into Bell and Sebastian <laughs> and my work with them because I'm actually in the video for the Bell and Sebastian song I want the world to stop from the album right yeah. about love, which we, well, boy, boy the they got their wish, guys. They got their wish. Flipping yeah. Bell and Sebastian, and, and and people have been saying for ages, "I wish the world would stop." I just need time to read that book. I need time to breathe. I need time to now. Of course, if you want to meditate, you want to breathe. Just do it. You don't have to. Mm. If the world was to stop, nobody would be breathing. We'd be. We'd no. be. We'd be. We'd, we'd be dead. dead. Um, so so that's that's the first big positive of the night. We're not dead. Um, <laughs> but I. <laughs> and I believe that's something to really grab onto and shake, shake it and say, come on, nobody's dead here. Let's, uh, let's, uh, try, well, let's enjoy well, the meditations. Well, some, some, some people are dead. But um, uh, I, uh, good news. Here's some good news, Catherine. Dougie is always, I've always been suspicious of him. I've always been slightly yeah. wary of him. There's always been something about him that's not right. He's corrected that. Yeah, you in mentioned recent that months. his hairline, right? You were wondering it, it, what was going no, on. No, 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 it's not that. He's, he's oh, the corrected. trouser thing. No, it's not the trouser thing. He Which has it, he mentioned his good lady wife. I uh-huh. believe there's also a, there's somebody else living with you now, Dougie. Oh yes, the cat. The cat. He's got a cat. He's got a cat. Now, at now last. we must we must, um, we must pepper with some facts here because we were in a, a textual communicado about two weeks ago, maybe, and yes, um, and I I think I sent you some pictures of Jenny, which is a sentence that that would. Would be odd to, to, to listen into at a bus stop, uh, to, to which you were responding, great pictures, uh, let me send you some of mine. Uh, so you sent me pictures of your cats. And I fully realise that some cats are not very nice, a bit selfish, um, a bit, if I may say, la-di-da. But yeah. our, Je- our Jenny is, she's genuinely friendly. She's a lovely little soul. And... Um, She's getting on with the with the crisis as best as anyone is, as far as I can imagine. And um, oh yeah, it's a nice it's nice to have just some little piece of life wandering about, isn't it? It gives you a sense of perspective. I think cats are the best, aren't they? Oh god, god, I've got four of them. I had five until Velvet passed away recently. Yeah. I've got four of them, and I love it. Kath, you've you've got Willow. I've got one, and she uh, she fits that profile that you were giving earlier on, Doggy, of um, Lardy Darren a little bit. I mean, the attitude on Up this herself. one. Um, but I love her. She throws me emotional crumbs and I happily gobble them up. And um, she doesn't care whether... I mean, she wishes we'd go out 
I think. She's sick of us now. But she doesn't know what's going on. And the, the home has a kind of life to it that it never have had before we had the cat. So I can completely see what you mean there. My home yeah, is I having couldn't... a life of its own. I've got I've got the four cats, but we've also got a dog staying for a couple of nights. Boy, Ooh. oh boy, it's it's Ooh. it's it's very tight. I've had to. The dog is in one half of the house. The cats are in the other. Very, very tense. Very dark atmosphere here, Dougie. Um, it sounds like uh, it sounds like the latter days of the Velvet Underground. But um, I wonder. Slightly less uh, heroin, but yes, very similar. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is this is maybe maybe bizarrely maybe not. This is the first pet I've ever had in my life. I never wow. had a pet as a child. I, I went to um, or was in Fife at a fair and won Ooh. a goldfish, got in the car with Mater, Pater and brother, drove back to Edinburgh and by the time we got back, the goldfish was dead. <laughs> so you know this you know this whole thing where people go, what's your porn name? It's your uh, first pet's uh, name and your mother's maiden name. Now, yes. the goldfish died before it was ever named. Oh, no. So... So for the purposes of that game, I used to always just have to go with Goldie Ferguson. And because... (laughs) Kind of works. People people just went with it. Well, that's fair enough. You know, obviously, was it Goldie? Because I think, did Simon Groom not have a dog called Goldie? Or no, no. Yes, he did. There was a Blue Peter dog called Goldie. I don't know if it was Simon Groom's the one that came after. Um, But uh, yeah, Groom. Um, Goldie Ferguson, and really, wow. it wasn't because the goldfish was never named. There you go. Outrageous scenes. Uh, how are you coping with all this, Dougie? This this weirdness. You're, I, 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 as you know, I don't really like people, so I, I, I've I've been through intense fear. I had a couple a week or ten days of pure fear, you know, and would just be at the, making a cup of coffee and would start weeping. I'm through the fear now. I I I, I, know I was talking to some people on Twitter. A lot of people are still consumed by fear. I'm through the fear now, and. I'm I'm sort of doing all right. I'm very demotivated, which is something I'm going to talk about later on. Just just got no mm. energy to do or create or make or anything. But I'm okay, and I've got the kids. I, I've had the kids for a couple of weeks. I'm okay. How are you doing with all of this? Well, do you know what? I I think you're maybe you say demotivated, or maybe you're feeling a bit more tired. I think everyone's feeling a bit more tired because we've done something that people should be doing all the time. We're surrendering surrendering to this moment, having some sort of time out, the, the normal madness, and bodies are sort of climatizing, going, God, this is quite nice in a way. We can just stop rushing about for a while. And it is difficult, and it is stressful. And we do worry about our elderly parents, of course. I mean, I've been... but This is a great thing, I guess, that we can speak about this just now in the Power Radio, but I was doing... I did fighting talk for the BBC from the room that I'm speaking to now, from the spare room... Yeah couple of weeks ago, um, did a talk sports show last week. I've been putting out music mixes, which I always do anyway, but it's kind of nice to have things to give to people for free, just to colour their day or make them happy yeah. or something that's, you know, especially it's a cultural. So I've been putting out my Seven Floors Up mixes, which people really dig. And it's nice just to go, there's an hour's mix of great tunes, mixed with weird bits of audio from films and whatnot, just to make your day a bit brighter. So, um it's not as bad as it could be. It's difficult. I, I don't know. I had two, two days ago, I was like, I've got a bit of cabin fear here. I could really do with running around the park willy-nilly, but, um, oh. which I suppose is, is, is allowed if you look like you're, you're having your daily bit of health. But, yes. um, yeah, it's, um, 
It's a weird one, isn't it? Because it's a bit like wartime without the war, which which I'm yeah. all for. I'm not a fan of war, I'll be honest with you. No, I mean, war, 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 war is it good for? At a push, I'd say uh, war movies. Big fan. Big fan <laughs> of, you know, Bridge Too Far, Bridge at Ramagan. I'm going to say as well, a, f- a few, a handful of good songs as well. Paul Hardcastle springs to mind. Is that maybe the best, is that is that the best pop war song ever? There's a, there, there's a debate that you, myself, and... Probably one other person in Guernsey could have, and that'd be it. But yeah, the pop, the pop war. Would tune. you include anti-war songs in there, like "War" by Edwin Starr? I think you'd have to, for the sake of the debate, lasting more than seven minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's a very partridge <laughs> line. But what are the best war songs? Dougie, stay there. I need to take a quick. I need to take a quick break. You're going to tweet me as well with all of the links of the stuff that we're talking about, so I can retweet those. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. This dear listener is the late night alternative with Ian and Kath, and tonight with Dougie on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, have you been watching any? You've been watching. Of course, you've been watching movies, Dougie. What a ridiculous question! I just remembered who I'm talking to. What have you seen recently that we should uh, be looking at? Um, movie-wise, I, I kind of got stuck into a bit of a TV series, actually, of late. Um, so I know I'm not actually literally answering the question about movies, but can I just ask a question? Are you a fan of The Juice? The HBO um, Juice show with never, uh, James, never, James Franco? I've never heard of it. I, I, I know James Franco is controversial at the moment, um, but I'm, I'm unaware of The Juice. But it's about the vice trades and the bars in Times Square in the 70s. Then it goes to the late 70s and and season three is set in, I think, 1984. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal's in it as well. It's absolutely terrific. David Simon wrote it, who obviously wrote The Wire. Yeah, Um, which I've never seen. It's uh, well. There's still time. There's still time, pumpkin. Thank you. Um, Thank you. But Dwight. the uh, the juice is is what's taken up a lot of my time of late. It's terrific. I'd really, really recommend okay. it. Okay. It's on. It's on down. Sky Atlantic. Sky Atlantic and Now TV. I guess it will be as well. Okay. I've written that down. Um, I watched a few nights ago. You know, sometimes. I mean, this is a case in point. Where we're saying people going, oh, now's the time to read that book I always wanted to read or watch that film I always wanted to watch. And I've been sort of slipping back, going to some old classics, and I watched Sunset Boulevard uh, the other night. Have you seen Sunset Boulevard? That, I did not Boulevard? expect... You mean the which one? The one recently? No, we're talking 19... Was it 1951? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the clock, Two? stop the clock, stop the clock. As my boys would say, pause. Um... What the hell are you drinking? Because that was one heck of a swallow, man. That was a big gulp. Sorry, just uh, just a little bit, little water actually, a little bit of water oh, on a Thursday night. That was a that was a huge Thursday night gulp. He's not playing games. <laughs> I'm tempted to make that yeah. a feature. It was so big. <laughs> no, no, listen, I'm, I'm not coming here to muck about when my hydration is up for. Um, give us a call now. Where were you when 9-11 happened? And if you want to do a big gulp, 0344-499-1000. No, this is Sunset Boulevard. Was that not a recent film with Madonna? Or am I thinking of something else? You're thinking of something else. Okay, all right, I think you're thinking of, uh, Yeah, are you not thinking of the uh, promo video for Justify My Love? Ah, that's <laughs> the one. That's the one. Yes. No, I don't. I've not seen Sunset Boulevard. 
Well, Sansa, but I tell you the reason. One of the reasons why it was in my head. Oh, then it. Oh, I just finished uh, David Lynch's amazing auto stroke biography. Um, oh. wait, are you? Are you? A, I can't remember if you're a, a Lynchy fan. Are you a Lynchy fan? I, I I enjoy I enjoy it. I enjoyed um, the film where he interviews a monkey. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's on Netflix. Oh, Just went on Netflix that, recently, doesn't that's it? That's a beautiful um, thing. I, I enjoy him. I'm not. I'm not an obsessive. I'm not a Dylanologist. Whatever the case, the equivalent would be for Lynch. But yes, I enjoy him. Well, the interesting thing about this book is called Room to Dream, and it's an autobiography and biography because each one chapter is written by David Lynch. You always say what happened. Oh, sorry, one chapter is written by Christine McKenna. Says you know, mm -hmm. so in nineteen. 70 did this, blah, blah, blah. And then the next chapter will be David Lynch just commenting on all, well, that oh. was kind of right, but this also happened as well. And it's it's a really, oh, I like it's a that. Really, really interesting way to 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 make something original out of a pretty hackneyed uh, genre. And um, I mean, I'm a huge Twin Peaks fan and Lynch's, Lynch's music, not just his uh, films as well. But anyway, he was talking a lot about Sunset Boulevard and it was just in my head. It was in my sphere of consciousness. And I thought, right, I'm going to have to watch that soon. So that was just a few nights ago that I watched it. It's terrific. It's famous, I guess, one of the most famous lines in cinema. I'm ready for my close-up now, one of the very final lines okay. in it. Yep. Yeah. Um, but well, I actually sampled that. I sampled it in a mix that's going out tomorrow, funnily enough, oh, which I'll put, okay. put out in mix cloud. So I've just actually, I te you were very kind to go, well, you, you tweet about my mixes or the links to it, and I, I, I texted you the link, but do you want me to... I mean, can you do it from a text? You te have you, have you texted me the link this evening? What? It's yeah, there. It's on my telephone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, you yeah. wait. I, if I hold it long enough, then the word copy should appear. And and no, the word copy isn't appearing. I'll work it out. Don't worry. I'll work it out. Shall we take a few? Let's take some calls. I don't know if yeah, these people yeah, yeah. are phoning specifically to talk to you, but join, not, let's probably. join in the chat. Let's go to Pete. Good evening, Pete. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm very well, Pete. What have you got for us tonight? Great. Um, well, a couple of things, if I get the time. One, 9-11. Um, uh, I was in the Lake District on retreat, but I didn't get to find out about 9-11 until 11-11, because we oh. were in a kind of a little cottage away from it all. We came into town to get some supplies, yeah. and we're walking down the street, and you're seeing... You know, the things they have outside news agents saying, and the things like death toll rises, and we thought, oh, what's yes, that, a train crash, yeah. or what, what? Then we looked in, looked at the papers, and we're going, wow, we missed that. Goodness me. Um, so, there's been a few bits. It's funny you mention that, because there were a few people that missed out on the the coronavirus breaking, including Dougie. Did you hear this about, um, I think he's an actor. Is he an actor, Catherine? Jared Leto. We talked about him, yes. didn't we? Yeah. And he, yes. where, where, what, what was he doing, Kath? I can't remember. Was he in some sort of uh, retreat? Wasn't he on a Buddhist meditation retreat? Yeah, one of those things where no one speaks for days. Yeah, and so no one bothered to tell him. And then I retweeted that, and someone then said, oh, yeah, my parents are in a ret retreat. This was quite far into it. My parents are in a Buddhist retreat, and we've spoken to the monastery, and they've decided not to tell them yet. You think, whoa, that's, you know, and of course the famous one, Dougie, I don't know if you saw the um, contestants on the German Big Brother who w w had been locked in since February or something and mm. d didn't have a clue. And they did a whole special hour-long episode where the host went in with a doctor behind thick glass and told them 
there's a global pandemic and lots of people are dying. And of course, they all started laughing, going, yeah, okay, all right, okay. It's, it's a, one of those tasks, is it? No, no, there's actually a global pandemic. Well. Stunned silence. Thank you, guys. I appreciate yeah. it. You've been, listening, you've been listening to The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee. Tune in next week. Go on, Pete. What else you got? Uh, I have got a war. Okay, we're playing war poker. Oh, uh, words right, and songs with war in. Yeah, go on. Four in, four in one. I'll start okay. now. Listen till the end. Who cares if you're so poor you can't afford to buy a pair of Modigogo stretch elastic pants there will come a time when you can even take your clothes off when you dance. Wah, 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 wah. Okay, Frank all right. And the Mothers of Invention, 1968. Okay. okay. Um, uh, we're, on, we're only in it for the money. Very nice, yes. Here's gravy okay. in your ear. Yep, okay. Words. Okay. Yes. Carry on. I have one, one <laughs> final bit, which is a kind of a... Are you high on drug? Have you been smoking weed? Uh, What's going Have you been smoking wacky-backy? Wish... I wish I could still do that, but rather like yourself... Ah, you're a member of that club. Well done, well done. Well yeah, done. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> um, a kind of throw, a, a line from a John Prine song. I, yes. yeah, I was a great, great fan. Two men were standing on a bridge. One jumped and said, You lose. There okay, you then. there you go. Thank you, Pete. Thank you very much indeed. Were you a big fan, uh, John, John Prine uh, fan, Dougie? Someone I wasn't particularly aware of, but um, like we do, unfortunately, with lots of people, he passed and I, I dove into the rabbit hole and it turns out he's incredible. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was, uh, I mean, yeah, not, not humongously. He wouldn't be in my sort of higher echelons, my top tens or anything, but yeah, no, it was, it was horrible. Yeah, and it's like that, as you say, you dive into it, so you go, I did this and that, and oh, jeez, oh, you know, no, awful, awful. I'm worried about Jimmy Greaves, to be perfectly honest, as well. Yeah, it, it, now, he's, but he, he isn't, he's very poorly, and we know that, but he, he's not a coronavirus poorly, is he? No. We don't think. It's, he's, he's, I, don't, he's, I don't know, I don't know. Language never quite fits, because I was about to say, he's just ill. Well, actually, of course, if, if you're Jimmy Greaves or his family, he's not just ill, he's very seriously ill, but, it, 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 you know, we're all thinking about this horrible uh, uh, thing that's going around. Let's say hello to Simon. Hey, Simon. Hello, how are you? None of your business, what have you got? <laughs> I, I was just wondering, in yes. all this, you know where everyone's a bit bored, and you're at home... It was a nice and, stretch there, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know you think there's things you've got to do, you things you've got to get done, but you can't... It's, basically, the situation was was that my, I've got my dog, and my dog's hair is getting really, really long. Yeah. So I thought, how hard is it to, you know, to cut the dog's hair? So oh, I, I, phoned the, um, I phoned one of those mobile groomer people, and she just said, start at the feet and just work up. So... Mm. I've got this dilemma now. I'm halfway up, and obviously not oh, at the nice. moment. I started it yesterday. I'm halfway yeah. up, but it looks shocking. You know, and then you, you're at that point where you're thinking, well, because I tried to get the clippers out as well, but the, she wouldn't no. let me put the clippers on her because no. as soon as it started buzzing. So, and you know, I'm thinking, well, there must be all these people at home that, you know, have never put shelves up and stuff and never done. Yes. They must think, well, that can't be that hard. And... You know, all these little jobs that people are doing. And now, I mean, I'm at a stage where I don't know whether just to just bite the bullet and just cut all the, all the dog's hair off and, you okay. know. Or... Well, 
Simon, stay there. Let's put that question to our expert. Dougie, what would you suggest Simon <laughs> does in this situation? Well, I, I don't think this is really a, a dog problem, an animal problem. I think it's what you should do in, in, in any situation that's causing you stress is don't panic, go to bed, put some earplugs in, ignore it, pretend it's never happened, and in the morning it'll all be fine. Well, I stag do things. You know, we wake all up the next day and you're like, okay, oh, what did we do last night? Oh, Dougie, we're losing you ever so slightly. Um, it could, there must be, Simon, there must be a YouTube video on how to groom a dog. Yeah, there yeah, is. because otherwise, Simon, your dog's going to look looking like it's got skin trousers on. Yeah, it, well, that's the thing. It looks like it's, you know, as if it's like being, like, I don't know, like a sort of clash gig or something, you know? It's like, <laughs> it, it's very spike. You know, you're thinking, how hard, but you know when you stay at home, you're thinking... How hard can it be to, you know, to cut the hair? And there must be loads oh, of people yeah. at home now thinking, oh, you know, I need a haircut. I'll do yeah. it. You know, like, I need to do this. And I was wondering if there's anything, if you've got to that stage yet where you're at home thinking... Well, there are, well, there are I've, we mentioned this last night, Claire Pugh, who is a regular tweeter to the show, she cut her six-year-old daughter's hair, cut the fringe, and it looks bloody awful. The girl is a beautiful young lady, beautiful six-year-old girl, absolutely stunning. As, as Kath tweeted, she wears it well, but she also wears it like Dave Hill from Slade. So, uh, <laughs> I think... And Dave Hill would say, well, I think that's a bit extreme, actually. <laughs> Simon, thank you for that. 0344 499 um, You haven't started doing... Um, home haircuts yet have you Dougie it's, it's got to be coming soon for everybody yeah my wife cut my hair last week and it looks good I'm, I'm, I, I, I have to admit I'm looking pretty good tonight it's a shame you, you can't see me I'm, I'm dressed I'm, I'm dressed I, I feel it difficult to do any kind of broadcast without without looking the parts even if it's radio and I know some I mean I don't know what you're wearing just now I'll, I'll hazard a few guesses but I would hope it wouldn't be <laughs> I, 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 I would I would hope it wouldn't be a, a tracksuit bottom with a shoe, or as it's sometimes called, bus driver chic. <laughs> I'm wearing some. I'm wearing some shorts. Uh, I've kicked Ooh. my slippers off, and I've got a monkey's t-shirt. So I've made an effort. I'm not. Well, you've you haven't made a great effort. You've made an effort, but I suppose the problem is the the wow. baffies have been kicked off, and it's just a t-shirt and short. Which, which disappoints a, to a certain extent. I'm at home, though. Here's the thing. I'm at home. I've got my cats asleep around me. I've got my kids asleep upstairs. Yeah. Okay, yes, of course I could have put on the full uh, dress suit. All right, well, well, Catherine, what are you, if we're shaming each other, well, what are you wearing, Kath? Well, here's the thing. I've been in pyjamas for most of the day, but I did get changed oh. for work. I've had a shower and everything. I've got makeup on. I'm wearing um, a pair of blue jeans, admittedly a lot more casual than I normally wear for work. And I'm wearing yeah. a T-shirt that is a kind of homage to um, the Batman T-shirts that the um, um, minor characters would wear. It says henchwoman on it. Oh, OK. Oh. OK. Oh, um, yeah. Dougie, well, I, we have to put it to you. What are you wearing then, sir? I'm wearing a gingham shirt. Uh, with oh. a button-down collar, a grey, I guess you would call it a sports jacket, you know, other people would refer to it as a suit jacket, with a oh. black, um, a black slim-fit trouser, a pink sock, and a loke brogue. You're wearing shoes indoors? I'm wearing shoes. I'm wearing shoes, you, and I'm wearing them indoors. Deviant. Absolute yeah. deviant. This, and, and, and this... Uh, reason... Go on. No, no, I was going to say, the reason I am wearing shoes indoors is because I'm in my house... 
And uh, I ain't asking anyone for permission to do what I'm going to do in the next 20 minutes. <laughs> um, let's go to John. Hello, John. Evening. How are you doing? I'm very well, John. What you got for us? Um, only quick one because I'm working, but I've got a, a song, a protest war. So song am I. For you. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got another war song. Okay, go on. No, it's not a war song. This is a protest war song. Oh, a war. protest war song. Sorry, your accent yeah. made it sound like oh, war. I'm getting confused with yeah. the war no, poker. No, it didn't. Okay. No, it didn't. Oh, shut um, up, Catherine. Uh, mine is uh, CCR, fortunate son. Um, you mean, yeah. now, by saying CCR, are you, is that the Credence Clearwater yes. Revival? You've just abbreviated yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. so that's safe time, so I appreciate that. Thank you. You are at work. Um, <laughs> I don't know the song, John. Can you sing a bit? No, it God, ain't no. me. Yeah, it ain't me. I know fortunate son. Very oh, raspy. Blimey. It's a very raspy one. Some people want all the red, white, and blue. It ain't me. It ain't me. I'm no millionaire son. Oh, blimey. It's very angry. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a good song. I, I struggle with um, CCR. I struggle with them. I just find them a little too swampy for my uh, my taste. Yeah, I do. That, that's that's the, the one that that stands out really. I'm not I'm not a huge fan. Just I am of that song, but not necessarily of. All right. In, in general, I'm, I'm writing uh, it down. I, you... I don't know why I'm writing it down, but I am writing it down. We'll, we'll compile a list. And and I have got a why, but it's not a song. It's just a word. Okay. A penoir. What's a penoir? It's like um, it's like a, a silk negligee, lingerie type underwear thing. What? I wear so them after. Yeah, I like to wear them after 11 o'clock. Always with a look brogue, though, bizarrely. <laughs> I'm, I, I tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google um, the image search Penoir. Yeah. Um, uh, so thank you for that, John, and I uh, appreciate that. And we'll take it up. Dougie, are you okay to stay until 11? Is that all right? Or do you want to, uh, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. It'd be, it'd be my absolute pleasure. Uh, oh, Kath is, Kath is unsure. Kath, is, have I crossed the line? He means a Penoir. He means a Penoir. What? You oh. pen you are in the ass. Pen, pen you are. Well, that's, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay. Well, I'm going to Google. I'm going to Google lingerie. This is talk radio. You'll, you'll have trouble, mate. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on talk radio. Ah, now I'm, I've got images in my mind of Fenella Fielding or Suzanne yes. Danielle or Liz Fraser. Yes, I've known exactly what you're talking about. Blythe spirit. That kind oh, of hey, 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Before all this happened, uh, Dougie, before the uh, the fascist right-wing government forced us to, to uh, stay under house arrest for a, uh, an indeterminate amount of time, what were you doing? What were you up to? I tell you, I was doing immediately before we all had to lock down. I've been out uh, making a new short film. And um, with a really good crew of people, excellent um, DOP, Director of Photography, who worked on... Did you ever see the Woody Harrelson film, uh, Lost in London? It was that live feature film. Oh, no, I didn't. But I felt it, and it was, it, was, it was shown live in cinemas as it yeah. was happening, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, so I was working with one of the guys who, who did wow. that, who, who, who had seen other films I'd done, what to work with me. It was really rather exciting. And so we've been out filming, got a lot of great stuff done. And 
I know obviously coming into the good weather it was really exciting. It was like, okay, April, we can get we can finish the shoot and get it edited and all the rest of it. Get it into the film festivals. And then suddenly it's boof, lockdown. And it's quite, I must admit, it's difficult looking out the window to think this is perfect filming weather. Yeah, yeah. I know in the grand scheme of things, it's not very important, but it is important in the sense that people just now need all the films they can get to watch or music they can to listen to. So art mm. and culture is imperative. I mean, believe it or not, Ian Lee, the mm. Ian Lee gyratory system, as I sometimes refer to you in my own head. He, he, you, he, he says it you, out loud sir, sometimes. And it's, yes, hello. You, sir, are important. What you're oh. doing tonight, it may not feel oh. like it to the listener, it may not feel like it to yourself, but I'm telling you, it is important what you're doing tonight. It's loosely well, you know based culture. I'm Catherine. I think you're right. I mean, me and Catherine made a bit of decision when all this was kicking off, and it was kind of prompted by a tweet that Danny Baker s- d- d- tweeted saying he was angry that everything was news now. All the, it was all news. He said during the war, it was mainly entertainment and laughter. You need you need a laugh when there's something as huge as this more than ever before. So we made the decision, unless it was, you know, like a huge story, like Boris Johnson being put in intensive care or something, that we would just come on. And um, I think the phrase was dick around, wasn't it, Catherine? I think that was the phrase, yes. Um, Yeah, but the thing is, is... everyone's... So everyone's got... Right, we all listen to the news, we find out what's happening on a daily basis. But you don't want to be watching too much of it because there's too much speculation, people worry too much. So you know you're going to get your news every day, but what do you do around yeah. that? Now is the time to it is the time to read the books, to watch the films, to listen to the Nick Frost sound alikes and just get something <laughs> in their lives that isn't going to scare that isn't going to scare them. Do you ever get down about? Have you? Have you? you I've, I've not seen you for ages and ages, and and and, and I, I I I think you're one of the best, and you're one of those people I just don't understand. You know why I'm not turning on the TV and going, oh bloody hell, it's Dougie Anderson again. I, but that's not unfortunately is not the way that the industry works. Um, and you you always seem to have a very positive outlook. Um, has any of this you know sent you spiraling down at all? Oh, listen, you know, one tries to be positive, and you have to just try and keep doing things, keep creating keep making things because as i always say if the if the choice is try and i don't know try and write a short story try and make a film uh, try and write a song or do nothing then well <laughs> it's quite plainly you do the former don't you i worry i've always been a worrier like oh god i'm very good at worrying it's, it's one of my main skills i think always has been um and you know, and and if you listen, it'd be nice if you turned on the TV and I was there. But as we know, this it's not it's not a meritocracy, is it? No. And no, uh, no. and it's very odd odd business. Um, but I I've known that for years. That's why I've always gone out and written books and made podcasts and made mixes and made short films. Um, because it's about making art, isn't it? And it's and it's important. And I'm not saying it's I a great th- money making thing. It's not. But you know, no. got to do I it. I think it that every. Done. Every minor celebrity that has um, tweeted or thinks that the coronavirus is caused by 5G, I think they should be sacked from television and that me, you and Catherine should be given their slots. I don't know. It's just an idea. Listen, listen, as we know, as we know, and it's very clear to see, there has been um, a lot of, well, if I may use the well-worn phrase, grandiose bampottery. Just idiots coming out with this, that, and the next thing. People who, just because they've got 400,000 followers on Twitter, does not make them in, in any way intelligent or worth listening to. This much we know, but there it is. 
I mean, I tell you, I tell you what's a great thing that's happening just now, and I know that you'll you'll join me in in, in being happy about this. As will Catherine. Cometh the hour, cometh the man. Limmy's homemade show is. Oh, I was next. about to say. A I was new about series. to say. Thank, thank God. I mean, and you talk the timing of it's incredible, isn't it? With everyone stuck in yeah. the houses, he just must be rubbing his hands. But I've seen. I don't know if you've seen the couple of clips that the BBC have put yeah. out. It just looks terrific, and I mean, I mean, I know that we love his stuff, and you know, great admirers of him. It's just brilliant. I cannot wait to watch that. I, I think For he's. I just think he's so good at what he does. For those that don't know, the Limmy's Homemade Show, it's a three parts. It's going to be shown in BBC Scotland, on BBC Scotland first, then it goes on to BBC Two, and then it's on the, the iPlayer. And he has done everything. It's, it's him in it, he's filmed it, he's done the sound, he's done the editing, he's done the music, he's done everything. And it just is, uh, it, you know, the pilot was a joy, and it was weird, and it was dark, and, and, uh, and hilariously funny. And um, it, it, it's, I was, I'm thrilled about that coming on. I was, I was um, yeah, I was about to mention that. When, when is, I think that, is it, it might even be this this Sunday. I think it's on BBC Two. I'm not sure. It might be. I know. Yeah, no, you're right. It's on. It's shown in Scotland, I think. On, and then two days later, is it on BBC Two. I think. Yeah. It, yeah. In, so in it's on UK? Scotland tomorrow. I think. I think it's on right. Scotland right. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're doing all right. Well, that's good to know. Let's bring Alistair into the conversation. Good evening, Alistair. Oh, evening, everybody. Um, hey, Alistair. What you got for us? Uh, well, I was really thrilled when uh, Doogie mentioned David Lynch because oh. uh, I'm a massive fan. And um, <clears throat> I've not kept up with everything he's done over the years, but I was um, I saw Eraserhead and then uh, Blue Velvet and then oh, uh, Wild at Heart. And I wondered if I could ask Doogie, what, what was his favourite of those three? Um... You said Wild at Heart, Eraserhead, and Blue Velvet. Um, oh, God, that's, it's a tricky one, Alistair. It's a tricky one. I think Wild at Heart has one of my favourite ever cinema deaths scenes in it. <laughs> the, the, and you know that I'm talking about the Willem Dafoe uh, death, which I won't yeah. spoil for anyone. Uh, it's, it's hilarious uh, as far as deaths go in cinema. I mean... Um, a razor head, incredible. That kind of, sort of kicked it all off for, for David Lynch, obviously. And Blue Velvet, goodness me, uh, the performances in that are stunning. I must okay. ask you, Alistair, if I may, if I may pop back with a question to you. Yeah. Oh, cheeky! Um, here we go. There's the I, I, question I, I, bell. <laughs> oh, he, the least side generator system. He still makes me chuckle when I least expect, and I love him for it. I'll be honest, I love him for it. But back to you, Alistair, and, and my question therein. Um, um, I know you haven't you said you haven't seen all of uh, his stuff, but I thought that Twin Peaks season three final season of, of Twin Peaks, which I guess was shown last year, the year before, kind of took TV to a whole new level and is one of the greatest TV shows, TV series of all time. Um, my, I guess it's two questions. First question is, have you seen season three and what did you think about it? Okay, well, um, it's a more complicated answer, really. I have seen season three, but I can't remember it because I was drinking a lot of whiskey at the time. <laughs> Very honest, Alistair. Very yeah. honest answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, uh, I, 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 mean, that, that I like the honesty. Thing is brilliant. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Alistair, well, nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you. Thank you. And what, what you can watch it again now that you're uh, over 11 months sober. So, so thank you for that. 0344 499 1000. How's your, how's your lovely mum doing, Dougie? Is she all right? Uh, sorry, you just cut out there slightly. Would you like to, can you repeat the question? I don't think I'll bother. No, I was asking, how's your, how's your, um, your lovely mum doing? She's good. She's always asking for you. And, I know. Uh, I, I like actually, your mum, yes. Well, do you know what? No word of a lie. I was on a Zoom conversation last night with her and my brother. And during the Zoom conversation, my mum actually said to my brother, he's on the Ian Lee show tomorrow night, you know. So, <laughs> so mother was just making oh. sure the whole family knew what happened. But she's well. Oh, she's, bless her. Thank God. She's, she's safe. She's, she's healthy. And um, that's all you can ask with, with all of this, yeah. isn't it, really? With the, yeah. the, the mothers and the fathers. The maters yeah. and the caters. <laughs> The cocks in the cradle and the silver spoon. There's lots of boys here, the man on the moon. Well, there's now that now you've opened another can of worms because everyone, of course, thinks that Cats, Cats in the Cradle is by Cat Stevens when it isn't. I can't remember the name of the artist, but it does sound a lot like Cat Stevens. Um, the, the phone in after eleven is songs that sound like they are by other artists. Oh, um, Horse with No Name, of course, is uh, is a, a rip off of uh, the Neil Young sound, isn't it? Yeah, but here's another one for you. I mean, again, it's niche. What about um, males that sound like females or vice versa singing? I mean, I think the classic is Chet Baker. The first time you hear Chet Baker, I think that has to be a lady singing. But of course, it's mm. not. It's, um, I mean, incredible. Absolutely incredible. I had that moment with Neil Sedaka. Yeah, oh, Neil really? Sedaka, in, in some lights, could sound like a woman, I think. Um, okay, how about... <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I I don't know if that is that I don't know if that's libelous or not. Um, Why the stylist the stylistics? Oh, they just sing yeah. falsetto. Yeah. The style, mm. well, yeah, but he sounds like a lady. Hang on. Is Why is my my answer is just as valid as yours? Well, you left mine dangling in a very rude manner, so I'm. I don't revenge. think. Okay, tell me when. Tell me <clears> when. <throat> um, tell me where and when the exact date uh, that Neil Sedaka sounds like a lady. Um. Um, that one about, uh, um... Solitaire. Um, uh, laughter, laughter in, the, in rain. the rain. No, I don't yeah. think... Yeah. He d- Put it on. Yeah, there's, a really, there's a really good version of that, but it's wrong, where he sings that with his daughter. Why is it wrong? Oh, it's a love song, isn't I it? Think if, I, if I can button just for a second, I think this Please shows do, Dougie, again... Please do, it's getting this, tense. This is, this is another good debate, but you, you've said it yourself, Ian, you got a little bit tense there. Some would yeah. say too tense. I'd be in that <laughs> party. And, mm. and I, think, I think we must, we must find <laughs> solace in the, in, in the fact that there are some people you do know who's always singing. And I'll put my hands up. When Aletta Adams comes on, I know it's Aletta, and no mistake. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's get to Andrew uh, before the news. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening. Uh, I've got two uh, war songs for you. Don't ask us to sing them because I can't. Oh, all right. Uh, one's straight in there. Strict. Uh, one's um, Pink Floyd when Tigers broke free. Okay, I don't know that one. I'm I, I'm going to say it. I think the Floyd are rubbish. <laughs> right, fine. That's fair enough. And I think the other one was uh, Wings or Paul McCartney and Wings. The pipes of peace. Oh, uh, oh, oh, Andrew! Well done, sir. Well, of course. Yeah. That's a what great. What do you I, say? Do you say? Will the human race be run in a day? Uh, a day. He's off again. And there's there's Andrew. Uh, there's uh, Dougie just doing what McCartney does sometimes and nudging that reggae Jamaican accent, which is. Which <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> 
a joy. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> thank you for that, Andrew. I appreciate that. I, we played um, the other day, and I think it's quite fitting for, for where we're at. And it is a brilliant, brilliant song. It was a, a, a huge hit, but, but scorned for decades. Um, the Frog Chorus, We All Stand Together. That's a great record, man. I would heartily disagree with that. I don't think it's a great record. Sorry? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, no, wow. no. No, come on. Uh -oh. now. Come on now. Whoa. Have you when was the Maybe last again, time you heard it? No, oh, within the last twelve months. Because I had a hunch that I'd be talking to you about it, so I'm prove it. Okay, <laughs> I will. I want to see your your and I know you've probably got papers on this. I'd like to see your papers on this, please. Yes, I'll be getting the dossier out from the eleven till twelve hour and I'll be evenly <laughs> you know, I'll make fax it to you as well, so make sure you buddy well get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a shame we had to end on a sour note um, and no. us violently disagreeing about music. How can we turn <laughs> this around in the last 120 seconds and end oh. happy and upbeat? I, I tell you how we could turn it around in the, the, the broad scheme of things. Go on. I could Go pop on. on again at some point in the near future if you want me to for another another chatette because I will be you know like everyone on, on the lockdown. So if you want to extend another invitation, I'd be happy to pop in, speak to yourself and Catherine because it's always it's always a pleasure. But that doesn't get us away from the fact we need to end no. on, a, on a warm note. I, I, at the moment, I'm not inclined to invite you back, and and I would I want to be inclined. So we've got to turn this around. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, I'll be a straight talker here. When it comes to Nick Frost or yourself, I know whose voice that I'd like to warm up with in the in an evening, you know, on a on a cuddle couch of chat, and it'd be yours, Ian. It'd be yours. It's always been okay. yours. Okay. But do you know branch. what, Dougie? Uh, there's the olive branch, and I'm gonna I'm gonna suck it. I'm gonna suck oh, your olive branch unusual. dry. I'm gonna get those olives and make some lovely olive oil from it. Dougie, and it's tell, always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah, and I tell you what, I know you don't drink alcohol anymore, but if you had those olives, you could make a lovely dirty martini with them, gin-based, as I would always insist. But don't go that way tonight, or indeed tomorrow. Keep off the grog, and you'll be okay. <laughs> Wise words. Oh, mate, I love you so much. Stay safe, and uh, you, you just send me a text. You can come on whenever you want. You know, we are entertaining the nation, uh, and we want you to be part of, uh, of our uh, fun troupe. Thank you. I, it'd be a pleasure. It's been a pleasure to be been on tonight, and I look forward to speaking with all of you again soon. Thank you, Dougie. It's flown by. The hour's right. gone. Unbelievable. Thank you, Dougie. Oh, Dougie, Dougie, quickly. I've, I've tweeted that link. Yeah. What's your What's your Twitter handle? If, if people want to go and say hello. At Douglas Chats. At Douglas Chats. Stay safe, my friend. Lots of love to the uh, the cat, and we will speak very very soon. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. My God, the hour just sailed by. This is the late night alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
I think it's just because I have it so goddamn loud, my end. Because I love rocking out to Neil Zedeka. Uh, and that's just the way it goes. The late night alternative, I'm Ian Lee. Uh, who are you, lady? Catherine Boyle. Uh, I love Dougie. It's easy, isn't it? We should, I, I feel we should give like some of our money back because we, you, you don't really, when you've got a guest like Dougie, you're not, you don't yeah. do any work. You just, you just pr- no, wind him up, like press just, go, and, and that's it. I was about to say exactly that. I was about to say exactly that. He's one of those oh. clockwork guests. Just let him let him jump across the table. I have no, no, noticed. A few, I've been. I've got the boys here, and it's a joy. Love them. I love being in their company. I've not been doing great dadding recently. I've mm. not been doing great dadding, and I, I, I jokingly say thank God for Fortnite. I've let them play too much video game. Too many. Too much video games. Too many video games. Well, it's, it's, no, it's too much because it's only really one video game. It is Fortnite, um, and. Uh, I, I have been just struggling with motivation. Last night, cats, cats, could you stop that? Could you stop fighting, please? Last, oh my God, they're going for it. George and Patty. Which cats? Rip, anyway, George and Pat. Um, last night I didn't sleep very well because you, you may have heard that Lara the dog barking, and as I went to bed, she carried on barking. I thought, oh no, I can't. My yeah, neighbours are going to kill me. She's suspiciously silent tonight. Yes, well, yes. Um, so uh, I went and slept on the sofa next to her to keep her company. She, I think she was just a bit lonely being in a, in a strange house. So I, I went and slept on the sofa until half past five. Uh, that, that ain't a great sofa for sleeping on. And then I went and slept in the, the loft room, which is where I'm staying, uh, for, for a couple of hours. And then I got up at half seven and went and got in bed uh, w- with my youngest. So I'd not had a great sleep. I've been very, very tired today. But actually, I've been really tired and um, more than tired, lethargic, uh, for the past two, three, th- three weeks. And mm. I, I, when I knew that, you know, we were going to be working from home, part of me thought, oh, that's great, because that saves three and a half, well, it saves about five hours a day, because it's two hour drive in, hour and a half drive back, and you, we get to work, you know, sort of two hours early. So, you, you, you know, to prep and, and eat and, and talk about what we're going to do on the show. I thought, well, that saves me yeah. five, six hours a day. So I've got all of this time. And I can do so much. I can do so much. There's so many films I want to watch. I want to rewatch The Royal Tenenbaums. I wanna, I've got all these books I want to read. I want to write this book. I want to build a go-kart with the boys. I want to do all of this stuff. And um, today it hit me. I have done almost, I've done none of that. I've, I've read one book, really struggling to get into the next book. And it should be a book that I should breeze through. It's a biography of Barry Manilow going up to 2002. And I'm struggling to, to, to get in there. I'm struggling to get into Barry. Um, and I've cleaned the kitchen cupboards out, 
but that's it really i haven't mm. done anything i haven't done much streaming on twitch haven't made kind of any little well i've made the 11 o'clock show podcast but but that's been a bit of an effort um i haven't really played video games everything seems such an effort i i, I when the kids aren't here i wake up I lay in bed for as long as I possibly can. I come down, I feed the cats, I might go back to bed or I might go and sit in the garden or I'm, I, but I don't even I'm not even watching TV. I'm listening to podcasts because that seems to be the most passive thing I can do. I find a podcast on on my app and I press play and that's it. I don't even have to watch anything and and I don't really have to do much selecting. And so I tweeted today is anybody else feeling this this lethargy this lack of motivation this just bleh, just sitting there with this bleh. and i expected everyone to write back going oh come on ian pull yourself together you work three hours a day blah, 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 blah. nearly everybody came back and said yeah i've got that i've got that i've got that bleh. and i've got you know I've, I've i bought paints to paint the kitchen and I've not been able to do it. I've got stuff I want to make with the kids and I've not been able to do it. There's, there, I've got a pile of books by the bed that I've had there for months because I've not had the time to read because I've been working. But now I'm not working. I haven't got the, the wherewithal to do it. And there were only one or two people that said they were they were actually bit, literally two or three that said, oh, no, no, I'm doing stuff and I'm making myself self, self do stuff. And lots of the people that, that said they were feeling bleh were said that they would generally before this happened you know you know bc before corona um were very motivated people and i'm wondering and we're going to get a, um, a psychologist on in, in hopefully tomorrow or maybe next week tomorrow uh, no it's tomorrow is, is, is kerry coming on yes 10 o'clock tomorrow oh brilliant kerry cooper is great he's brilliant he's he's really bright he's also very clever and he's very down to earth um and i think this is a psychological phenomenon and someone sent me a thing that they'd read about how this is a trauma that we're all going through and when you go when you're going through a trauma part of your brain shuts down and it's a self a preservation thing maybe that's true that that that, that, that makes sense but i I'd, I'd like a little bit more evidence but they're, they're definitely I'd, I'd write about it but i can't be bothered um and so I, if that's you dear listener if you're going through that could you if it's not too much effort could you give me a call 0344 499 but also if that's not you if, if that you're going what I've never been busier. I'm loving this. The house is looking fresh. The, the, I've painted the... 0344-499-1000 is the uh, 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 telephone number because I think that as a world, we are going through a really weird... Forget the physical things about coronavirus. This is a weird psychological malaise that we seem to be entering and I say the world maybe it's only you know European countries maybe it's only the Western world I don't know maybe it's only developed countries I don't know if you can call any countries undeveloped these days I, I'm not sure if that's appropriate um, but I, I, it just feel I was staggered at the amount of responses I had from people going yep I'm I'm doing that I'm 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 getting up I'm and some people suggested it might be because we have no end date it, no one has said well yes on May the 9th this will finish and you can go back to how things were 
because we just don't know that we don't have that you know and maybe that's part of it are you i know it's slightly different for you kath because obviously you live with your kids and that creates its own needs and 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 problems but Mm -hmm. does what i'm saying make sense to you yeah it does it does i had a burst of activity a flurry in the first week of getting things done that i hadn't got done around the house you know sorting things out practical bits and bobs taking on little projects getting them sorted out but small things you know not long-term things not things like learning to paint or another language or something that's going to take i don't know a couple of days um but you know like taking curtains up and all these sort of bits and bobs that have been getting on my nerves but i haven't been in the house long enough for it to get on my nerves to the point where i actually do something about it um, and then I had a week or so, I've had a week or so of <sighs> largely not giving a toss. But um, it is different when you've got kids there all the time because, well, it's like having pets. That they, they, they have to be fed first thing in the morning. I don't know if you, mm. you know, they have to be fed first thing in the morning. There are certain things you've got to do and you've got to, you know, shape yourself for them. Because I think if I was on my own, I would have been sleeping a hell of a lot more. I made a joke about this last week, but I made a joke about this last week, but your comment, I couldn't give a toss, I haven't, and I'm going to say this, and I'm not saying this to be obscene or anything, I'm just, I'm saying it because I I bet there are men and women that will identify with it, I haven't, and I've got to be quiet because my kids are upstairs and one of them made me asleep, I haven't masturbated since this started, I think I tried once, I think I tried once and just went, oh I can't be bothered, and that would be, for a long time, that would be my kind of go-to if I was bored or if I couldn't sleep or if I wanted comfort, you know, and and I I bet there are other people that are like, yeah, yeah, I mean there's there's, people have been suggesting that there'll be, in nine months, a year's time, there'll be a huge increase in the number of babies, and actually, I wonder if there will be, I wonder if people have the um i don't know what the word is the horn i guess is what i'm trying to say i wonder if people have been feeling you know sexually motivated or they just go into bed turning the light off and 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 lying there in the darkness i don't know i think there's been a lot of emphasis on uh keeping everything sterile for the last three four weeks and i wonder whether that's taken the edge off things somewhat now wash your hands You know, it's um, it's such a weird time. But I think there is something in this idea of, and Dougie touched on it, this sort of forced surrender. You know, we yeah. have limited freedom now. Our lives have been, a large part of our lives been taken out of our hands. Mm. And so you can either sit there and um, try and grab onto the bits that, oh, is it, uh, that, that you do still have control over. And some people will be getting on with that and doing those things. Or you could just wait for it to all be over. And I think a lot of us are on standby because that's the only way to stay sane. I got to about three o'clock and I hadn't done anything. I just sat in the garden uh, listening to um, off the Tim Heidecker's podcast, Office Hours, and getting up and making cups of coffee. And at three o'clock, I thought, I've got to do something. So I put a, a wash on put a wash on and that felt like a huge yeah. achievement and then because I'd slept so badly I said to the boys boys I'm just going to go upstairs for an hour um if you need anything come and get me but I just need to go and close my eyes for an hour and um and I lay on the I just lay on the bed and and, and didn't really didn't really sleep but this is another now um this is another um uh, uh, thing that's going on have you have you read about the dreams what no, what? Have you? What? Well, Should I be having dreams? You, Should I be having more, better dreams? Have you? Have you had? Uh, this doesn't. 
I did have a really vivid dream last night, but most of my dreams are quite vivid. The dream I had last night was that I was in this sort of, uh, and I don't want everyone phoning in with your dreams because they're boring, but but I was trying to find a tiny little kitten that belonged to James Whale that I'd lost. And it was tiny. It was like ah. the size of a baby's fist, right? And I'd lost James Whale's, right. um, the kitten. And I was looking around for it. But, but apparently, um, people are having really vivid dreams at the moment I, but my dreams i think are always quite vivid so it's hard for me to tell if there's anything different going on have your mm. dreams changed at all no i don't think so oh you know but our mm. sleeping pattern is so weird anyway yeah that i often have those kind of dreams where i wake up generally in the afternoon because obviously we've been working the night before I, and you know when school is on i normally take my youngest to school and then get back in bed straight away and i'll have you know maybe f five hours sleep then and i have very sort of deep vivid dreams and wake up not quite knowing what day it is on quite a regular basis really mm. so um but i don't know maybe people are getting better quality sleep now that there's no you know, if you've no, not got children, no, if you've not got pressure to no. get up in the morning. I don't think people are. I think people are having really fitful, restless... Anxious. ...sleep. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people wide awake in the middle of the night. Um, uh, anyway, we'll, we'll talk more in a minute. I've got an ask about that. Nikki, we'll come to you in a second. Oh, three, four, four. Oh, my God, I'm eating brown air. One of the cats has just been... Oh, dear God. Um, when we come get back, Kath, you might have to say hello to Nikki because I've got to clear up something in this room. Good oh, three, four, four. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is Talk Radio. <laughs> Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yep, he's not there. Uh, you're listening to The Late Night Alternative. I'm Catherine Boyle. Ian Lee is on a mission. I'm sure he'll give you all the details of it in just a second. Nikki, are you there? I am indeed. Hello. Good evening. Hi, Nikki. Nice to speak to you. Um, I'm just phoning up because you were talking about this state of sort of um, being able to, well, not being able to do anything and feeling really sort mm. of numbed out by, by what's going on in the world at the moment. Yeah. And I thought you might be interested in um, this gentleman called Peter Levine, um, who I found amazingly fascinating and he's sort of helped me understand trauma um, much, much more. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm a bit nervous talking on the phone, but I think it's really, it's really interesting what he's written about. Um, he just to sort of say who he is. He 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 yeah. um, uh, he's he's got a PhD um, from the University of California at Berkeley, Berkeley, and um, studied you know psychology. And he's been working for about thirty years in the area of trauma. Um, <clears throat> and he's he wrote an amazing book called Waking the Tiger, and it's a book about healing trauma. And right. if I can just read a bit out, and it will sort of explain sure. um, <clears throat> at the beginning of the book, um, <clears throat> he talks about a situation. It's like if you can imagine like David Attenborough on the plains and you've got this natural history sort of film going on, but there's a herd of impala and um, it's, there's a, they're, they're grazing um, and <clears throat> he talks about... Um, you know, it's all very calm, and then the wind shifts, carrying with it a new but familiar scent. The impala sense danger in the air and become instantly tensed to a hair trigger of alertness. They sniff, look, and listen carefully for a few moments. But when no threat appears, the animals return to their grazing, relaxed yet vigilant. 
Seizing the moment, a stalking cheetah leaps from its cover of dense shrubbery, as if it were one organism. The herd springs quickly toward protective thicket at the waddy's or wadi's edge. One young impala trips for a split second and then recovers, but it is too late. In a blur, the cheetah lunges towards its intended victim and the chase is on at a blazing 60 to 70 miles an hour. At the moment of contact, or just before, the young impala falls to the ground, surrendering to its impending death. Yet, it may be uninjured. The stone-still animal is not pretending to be dead. It has instinctively entered an altered state of consciousness, shared by all mammals when death appears imminent. Many, many indigenous peoples view this phenomenon as a surrender of the spirit of, of the prey to the predator, which, in a manner of speaking, it is. Physiologists call this altered state the immobility or freezing response. It is one of the three primary responses available to reptiles and mammals when faced with an overwhelming threat. The other two, fight and flight, are much more familiar to most of us. Less is known about the immobility response. However, my work over the... Well, this gentleman, Peter Levine's work over the last 25 years has led him to believe that it is the single most important factor in uncovering the mystery of human trauma. So that's the, that's the beginning of this amazing book. <laughs> mm. And I could go on. Yeah. It's basically the, this in part... So he, he talks, if you see interviews with him, he talks about this scene, this, this film footage, and you, can, and you see this, it freezes. So the cheetah uh, thinks that it's, that, that it's got it, and then, and then it's exhausted. So it's the cheetah sort of calming down from this massive chase, and this dead, it thinks, the impala is in front of it because it's sort of pulled it down, and it's, mm. and it's exhausted and it's panting. And then, before, as you're watching it, this impala gets up and legs it, basically, because it's it's still alive, but it's it's protected itself. This this right. this physiolo- this this thing that are in that's, that's within us, all of us, humans, animals. We are animals, obviously, but you know, it's we're we're in a state of trauma and shock at the moment because this is something that threatens us and to our core, and so that's basically possibly what Ian's feeling at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really interesting. It's really interesting. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it... and he's got a fair ball in his mouth at the moment, probably. So he he, doesn't, <laughs> he hasn't heard this. <laughs> he will have been listening. I what do you uh, think, Ian? This is a, it's a really interesting thing. Uh, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go and kill a dog. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, well, don't do uh, that. I'm going to kill Lara. She's getting right on my nerves. I'm going to sleep on the sofa again. I know it. Um, yeah, uh, yes, it, it, it sounds like it makes sense to me. It makes sense. Uh, that, that, possibly what we are going through as a species. Species. Yeah, a species. I think, you know, a species. Yeah. And also, talking so, to the dogs and the barking, I really feel for, you know, all our animals are really sensing it, really sensing it. And I really feel for people that can't get out and buy food for their pets what are they you know all the things and the rspca inspectors and uh, you know animal charities and all of that going on as well and if anyone needs company or feels that they can or uh, go out and get yourself a rescue dog if you can and if it's safe to do so etc etc but it would be the best thing ever if if 
some animals could be rehomed during this time and if to this help people bloody dog could be time. rehomed at this time <laughs> Nikki, thank you thank you very much indeed i'm joking she's Thanks, going home Nikki. tomorrow and i love lara but 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 she's gonna get a boot up her jacks in a minute thank you very much indeed nikki oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if uh, you want to give us a call you'd be very welcome a little bit quiet on the phone tonight uh, but the, but that's i'm fine with that i'm cool with that we had um very mm -hmm. busy couple of nights recently and um you know it, 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 this is strange this is this is um this has never happened like this in human history before. This is unique, what we are, are going through. And it is it is fascinating. I'm looking forward to be able to look back on it. I'm already imagining, you know, the movies that are going to be made in five, ten years' time about self-isolation. And people go, was it really like that? Go, oh, yeah, oh, no, it was much worse than that. Oh, it was much worse than that. Um, it, yeah. it's just, uh, it is a weird old time and, and, and some, you know, I don't know. It's been, um, oh, I tell you what was good that we did the applause again tonight. And this time we went out in the back garden, uh, and did it. It was lovely because we saw Betty from next door. She was in her back garden and I live on, there's a train track at the end of my garden and, and on the up, other side of the train track, there's like a mobile home place and, and some more houses and stuff. And it was brilliant. The boys came out with, um, saucepans and wooden spoons and were bashing, bashing those. My youngest sat on my shoulders and we were applauding and whistling and there was fireworks there was someone playing an accordion for somewhere i don't know if that's the actual instrument of the nhs um but it was not <laughs> good i love i love that it yeah. was it, you come away actually and i'm i'm an old cynic and i we forgot the first one and i wasn't i didn't really think the first one was going to be a thing and then once i realized how big it was i was i, I felt gutted that i missed it and we just made last week's because i was busy trying to fix a sink and i heard fireworks and i went oh boys quick let's go um and tonight mm. we knew it was coming and i was stood there ready we're looking at the clock waiting for it to turn to eight o'clock and there was a real feeling of joy afterwards a real feeling of joy yeah. and i guess it's because yeah. we're all so isolated maybe it was community maybe it was for two minutes we were in control of a situation you know i don't know what it was yeah. but it was it was it was lovely well, it's the most primal instinct of human beings what well, one of the most primal instincts of human beings is to get out and make a noise a, a big noise together you know alone you make a small noise but together we sound so much bigger and people have been doing that for millennia so yeah. um I also think it's a really nice way to mark off the weeks. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, my street went, was, was very noisy uh, today. And it, the great thing is when your street kind of stops and you're looking at each other, but you can hear other streets and other streets mm. and other streets. You know, I live in a more built-up area than you do. Um, and it, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. I was looking over the t to um, where my elderly neighbour lives. He's must be like 95, 96 now. And he sort of stood out, just stood on his doorstep. I thought, God, what must he think? He's seen it all. This, mm -hmm. towards the end of his life, this is what he has to put up with. Flipping heck. <laughs> but um, we're all looking out for him. I think he's probably fed up of receiving our text messages. Uh, I'm uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a I think Betty's next door is annoyed with the amount of visitors she's getting. Tough. You're gonna get. You're gonna keep getting yeah. them, Betty. We're keeping our eye on you, and that's nice. That's when nice. you realised you're the project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go to John. Good evening, John. Hi, Ian. Hello, Kath. All right? Yeah, we're all right, John. What you got for us? Good. Now, it's, when you mention the word malaise, my ears always prick up with that word. Oh, is that uh, your nickname at school? <laughs> yeah, that's my middle name. Uh, no, I've, I've got an illness that, that the main part of it for me is malaise. I am constantly oh. 
like you are at the moment. Yeah. And I've been like it for 10 years. What, what is it? What have you got? I've got something called mixed connective tissue disease, oh which is gosh, an autoimmune disease. No, no right. one's ever heard of it. Even, even the expert went, what? When I oh, flip it. No, he didn't. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> malaise, is, malaise is really strange. And it's what you, you've been saying that for three or four weeks, I think, Ian, before yeah. this all blew yeah. up, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've also been really achy, haven't you? Didn't you say, oh, I Oh, my God, I've oh, been God, aching God. so much. My hips, it's my yeah. hips, my lower back and my thighs have been killing me. Once we're through all this, mate, and we get finally get oh. to the end of corona, I'll yes. get a blood test done. I know oh, no. Honest, no, no. Am I, am uh, I pregnant? You could be, yeah. Oh, Jesus. You could be. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> have i got what you've got john and, and no, no, i will no, no, take no, your answer no, as a as a definitive no, no, diagnosis not. The, the chance of you having what i've got is like one in 20 million you won't have what i've got but it's worth getting a blood test done you could be lacking in something but uh i think the malaise yeah a lot of people are feeling it at the moment and it is down to not knowing what's going on i nearly said something really vulgar then i nearly Go said on. I'm lacking him, but I didn't, and that makes, me, that makes me a really responsible, mature <laughs> adult because I didn't say it. I'm lacking him, wow. and I didn't okay. say it. I didn't say, Catherine. I didn't say it. I didn't you say just it. I nearly growing. said it twice. Okay. Yes, but I'm I'm growing as a human being because I he didn't is, say it. Is right. Thank you, John. Right. The Thank next you, step. John. The next step is not mentioning yeah. it at all. I'm lacking in boobies and naked later. Oh, my God. John, please carry on. Ignore Catherine. She's got a right mard on tonight. Ah! Yeah, she does spend a bit... Uh... Doesn't it? Doesn't it? I think it's Don't getting... Don't you two to... turn the... on me with your malaise. I think the uh, I think I think Corona's getting to her, John. I think she's got um, the coronavirus fever, and that means she's not got coronavirus. She's just bored of it, and it's affecting her. Yeah, she's got coronavirus <laughs> fever, which is in, in many ways is is worse than Do coronavirus. Know, is it? Yeah, I love being diagnosed by people. You got struck off. I don't know about your medical background, John. I told you I've not been able to my, get my struck off for about a month. No, you haven't, have you, Ian? No, no. no. That, that also happens as well with malaise. You don't strike mm. yourself off, if you get me meaning. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. No, yeah. And, and, and we're, we're laughing about it because we're British and that's what we do. But I do think it's a genuine phenomenon, um, being unable to have any interest. You know, it's, I'm making think... myself... I'm, hang on a second, John. I'm making myself shower every day i'm making yeah. myself and it's a real effort so last yeah. night i slept in the clothes that um I, I, I wore because i was with the dog and that and today yeah. I, I could have easily wandered around in those clothes and i yeah. made myself even though it's painful take them off have a shower put something fresh on c combed my hair and sent a picture to kath of my combed hair and very very smart she laughed at it um but it's uh, yeah it's and then i just but went and sat in the it. hammock for a day once you've had your shower and that, you feel quite good for about half hour. Oh, the, you think, oh, thank God for that. I've done it. I've done it. I have never come out of a shower feeling worse, ever. And no. um, I, 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 But even knowing that, it's like, oh, God, I've got to get in there and take my clothes off. And oh, God. But I made the boys shower. And then I, because kids of eight and ten, they don't want to clean. I made them shower. And then I thought, right, I'm going in. I'm going in. And yeah, I felt, I felt fresh and, and clean and a little bit human uh, again. And. 
I ordered something off the internet and it had to go back and I've been looking at it for two weeks to put it back in the box, tape it up, put a return label on it and yeah. then tell the yeah. courier it's ready for collecting. Two weeks I've been looking at it. John, you and me, we're day, the same felt, person. I felt great. 20 minutes, yeah. I felt great. I've actually done it. I can't believe I've done it. Yeah. What's all that about? And you, you and me, about this guy is... This is me phoning in, Catherine. I phoned my own radio show. He's describing me. John? Well, yeah, last uh, time I spoke, mate, we had the Barry Manilow sort of sing-off. I don't know if you remember that when you was getting into d- Barry Manilow and playing. I do tunes. remember that. Oh. I, I do remember mm-hmm. that. And I'm, I'm trying to read a book about Barry Manilow and I'm, I'm doing like two or three. Yeah. Saying that actually today, I managed to read a couple of chapters, which was, was, was something. They're really short. But before yeah. I was doing like a paragraph a day and just thinking... That, that's that's not gone in. I don't remember what I've just read, but today I did a couple of chapters. Um, and um, but it's 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 hard. But John, it's nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Andre. Good evening, Andre. Uh, um, hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Andre. Hi, Andre. Well, oh. oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm working my way through trying to get through this clothing, Yeah. I've got yes. two bottles left. Of Corona I'm, I'm, beer, yes. I'm gradually, gradually getting through it. Of Corona beer, yes. Now, someone said hello. You know, oh, you said not many people speak to me. Well, someone yes. said hello, but uh, I think you thought I was someone else. Okay, right. well that's a start, Andre. That's but, a start. Yeah, that's friends, friends are just pe- friends are just strangers that we haven't um, become friends with yeah. yet. Something. I know. You, you did say hello, you did and I said, oh, I don't think I really know you, mate. I'm sorry. And I carried on walking, yeah? Oh, so, uh, oh it's a have, terrible have line, Andre. It's a terrible line, Andre. We have to say goodbye. Let's go to... Uh, oh, let's go to the head of entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Nigel from Maidstone. Good evening, Nigel. Oh, hi, guys. Hey, hey Nigel, hi, what you got Nigel. for us? Hi, Nigel. Just wave myself, just, as you, just before you spoke to me. Gosh. Just weigh myself. Wow. <laughs> I just weigh myself every day after cycling to see if I've lost any weight. Right. And did so you I lose haven't. any weight? To, you no, not really. No, two eleven stone twelve. About there you go. Standard twelve stone. That's all. Yep. That's a weight. Definitely. It's a good weight for my height, isn't it? Cause I'm only about five foot nine or ten. Are you? I I'd imagine you'd be taller than that. Isn't that funny? No, I'm only about say five nine then. Five okay. nine. Well, well, that's I, quite tall for some men, isn't it? Not really. No, it's we. No. Anyway, so I'm twelve stone. Yeah, but uh, Jason Stratham's the same. He's five ten. That's all. Well, hang on. But, you're five nine, and Jason Stratham. No, I'm five ten. No, I'm five ten. Sorry, five ten with my shoes on. About okay, uh, nine I, and a well, half. Nine and a half without the shoes. So say five foot ten. Anyway. Well, okay, Stratham, so let's say you're taller than you actually are. And you're as tall as Jason Stratham. No, Jason Stratham's only 5 foot 10 and 12 stone, the same weight. I think Jason Stratham, is, is pronounced Stratham, is taller than, is, is weighs more than 12 stone. No, no, I, I looked him up on Google, him, and it said all the details, you know, when you Google these people. Um, but it said that he was about uh, 12 stone and um, 5 foot 78. 10. He's 78 kilograms. What's that? 78 kilograms in stone. Not very much. Um, Yeah, he's 12 stone. What? Yeah. 
So even a big, but I'm, I mean, I'm quite muscly, but he's got, obviously he's got the abs where he's got a slimmer waist and looks bigger on top, you know, you do, don't you? If yeah. you've got the abs. Oh, it's 12 stone. Yeah. Wow, okay. But, but I, I, I can't do sit-ups or squats because I've got a bad neck. So it would, it would make oh, okay. me giddy. I get giddy for it. So I just, I, the cycle, I don't suppose he cycles 20 miles a day. <laughs> Are you saying? Are you saying? Are you saying you're tougher than Jason Stratham? No, no, I'm do, I do different exercises, don't I? Cycling's different than what they do. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All but right. They, but All they right. Have He's to more of a martial arts man. Mm. Yeah. But yes, he is. But they have to look yeah. big for the films anyway, because otherwise they, they, they wouldn't get the jobs, would they? No. Well, the camera no. makes them look bigger. You see. And the camera makes them look taller sometimes as well, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Have you have you heard from Rainbow George at all recently? No. No. Oh, see, uh, I I heard you talking about Barry Manilow. Just okay. Um, I want to wish um, Christian Stewart happy birthday today. For for it ends at twelve o'clock. Who's 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 he? Christian Stewart, the actress. You know, who's, who's thirty today. Okay. Yeah, the one okay. in Twilight. The, my friend on the Facebook Twilight girl, and uh, I. I, I could sing a happy birthday if you want me to, but I don't need to, do I? No, you yeah. don't need to. My God, no. But she's, heard, she's heard that anyway. So I, I put a message on the page, uh, fan page so that all the uh, fans might be listening to your show about five minutes mm. ago. Yeah. So hopefully uh, someone might have seen that message and be listening to the show. You might get more viewers. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you never know. She, she doesn't look 30, though, does she, if you, if you think about it. She's ever so sort of... We're getting so yeah. many stats about Hollywood stars tonight. Mm. It's just, mm. Are you sure you, you you shouldn't have phoned in uh, Dan Wooten? <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, okay. uh, are you a big fan of Barry Manilow, then, uh, Ian? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I like Barry oh, Manilow Yeah, I've always a been a big fan, because I've always sung his songs on holiday, you know, for the talent shows yep. and that. So, which yeah, I want. Yeah. I write the songs as my best song, what I did for him. His okay, you I did it. Okay, all right. All right, Nigel. Well, listen, uh, uh, um, thank you so much for the stats. I really enjoyed that. We know a lot about you, about Jason Stratham, and about Christian Stewart. I write the songs and chorus. Sorry? Can I do a chorus if I write the songs quickly? I, 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 I don't know if you remember, we said we wanted oh. really up-tempo songs. you mentioned it. Um, Oh, oh, go on then. Give us a chorus of I Write the Songs. Go on. Yeah, I'll just do I'll go into I Write the Songs instead of the first bit. And, and, and you know, I know, I know what to do anyway. So just do a short cut-down version of it. Okay, <laughs> cut-down version. Take two, take three, take four. <laughs> One potato, right, two potato. Yes. I write the songs that make the whole world sing. I write the songs of love. Special things, boom, boom, boom. I write the songs that make the young girls cry. I write the songs, I write the songs. Now music makes you dance, and it gives your spirit a chance to write some rock and roll so you can move. Music fills your heart, well, it's a real fine place to start. It's from me, it's to you, it's from you, it's to me. I if, if only yeah, Nigel yeah. stood in the part of his house where we could hear him. He's obviously right. boogieing. Yep. You still there, Nigel? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry about that. Yeah, you, you, yes, okay. We, we lost you for a second, and I, but but thank you, you so so much. We got the f we got the first bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Nigel, yeah. take care of yourself, mate, won't you? Take care, Ian, yeah. I've got, I've got a very faster, by the way. Beautiful. Well done. Well done. I'm pleased for you. Take care of yourself, uh, and we'll speak soon, all right, Nigel? Thank you, mate. Bye-bye. 0344 Bill, stay there. You're coming up next. This is The Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let's go to Bill. Good evening, Bill. Yeah, good evening, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, thank you, mate. What have you got for us? Uh, just ringing up, really. You said that you don't mind people uh, ringing you up if they're struggling a little bit. Um, yeah, go on. Yeah, well, struggling, obviously, like uh, most people with the lockdown, uh, the isolation, my alcoholism, and also my uh, stress levels are high, so that increases my OCD tendencies. My OCD is out of control at the minute. Yeah. It's difficult. I'm up, I'm up at the minute. I've got my marigolds on. I'm just bleaching the bathroom floor. I mean, it's quarter to midnight, in. it's not normal. Um, come and do my bathroom floor, please. I haven't cleaned the bathroom for ages. The kitchen, oh, the kitchen is spotless, but the bathroom, uh, I just can't be bothered. It's funny, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, well, up until uh, two weeks ago, Ian, I had never or not to clean my flat for a full year because that's an alcoholic's lifestyle. The alcohol comes first. Uh, over the past two weeks, every day, I've done a bit and I've absolutely blitzed it now and it's absolutely immaculate. But that's my OCD, again, kicking in. Yeah, but, yeah. Imagine going for a full year and not hoovering, not cleaning, not wiping, not disinfecting, not cleaning the toilet, not cleaning the shower, not cleaning the kitchen. It's not good. Well, that's Kath's house, you, house you've just described there, and um, that's a real shame. It certainly is. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, sorry, Ian, I, I interrupted you there, but I did No, no, no. It's Sorry. just it's 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 tough, isn't it? And and when you have pre-existing um, mental health conditions, uh, it, it 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 does make it tougher. Um, the, the, someone I know was um, uh, was out. Someone, someone I know was reporting today and was outside um, the hospital that Boris Johnson w- was in, and they told me that they saw someone get arrested. It was an old guy. And um, the police arrested him because he was out and he didn't have a good reason. They said, what are you doing out? And he said, oh, I've got the cure for coronavirus. And the cure was, what was his cure? Oh, it was drinking four pints of Lucozade, I think was his cure. Now, the guy was obviously, he was obviously unwell, you know, mentally unwell. He had had issues. And the the police kept saying, right, you're going to have to go home. You're going to have to go home. Right, I'm going to count to three. They gave him so many opportunities. And they said, if you... you, we're going to count to three, and if you don't go home, then we're going to have to arrest you. And I think they ended up uh, 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 arresting him. I'm not totally sure. But it, and I, I'm not saying you're like this guy, Bill, but I'm just saying that, that there are people who, you know, mo- most people who are mentally well, shall we say, are struggling this with this. So people that have got other mental health conditions like OCD, like uh, alcoholism, if you want to include that, like whatever this, this gentleman was, was struggling with, um, what is there for them? What, you know, there's, there's, it's an even more confusing and frustrating time. Yeah, I Do you know what I mean, what Bill? Yeah, I understand what you're saying, Ian. Even people that are, in quotes, normally well, in other words, they're not uh, uh, suffering from mental health because of the situation at the moment. Yeah. Uh, it's having the opposite or ne- negative effect. Uh, I did get some good news this morning from my alcohol services that in the next month to six weeks they are putting me into detox for two weeks there you go good so then i can get myself detox get away from the alcohol buy myself a bike and try and get some uh, get get my life back in if i can 
You can get your no, life back. You can turn it around. I mean, six weeks, you know, for, uh, who knows where we're going to be as a, as a nation, as a world in six weeks. But you can get your, you can get your life back, Bill. You can turn it around. I'm, I'm proof of that, you know. I know. I know. Of booze I was drinking and cocaine I was shoving up my nose. And look at me now. I'm, I'm uh, an award-winning radio host. So, yeah, you, you know, if I can do it, mate, you can. Yeah, well, you're, a, you're an example to us all. And it's nice for you to be able to speak about it on the airwaves and uh, all the thousands of people that listen in to you can get something out of what you're saying take you care know. bill you got this and i look forward to you, you you give us a call anytime you want my friend all right cheers in thank you mate good luck with that bathroom oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand again it's another you know as someone who is relatively okay mentally at the moment things are kind of in control i'm i'm finding this now that the fear has gone, the fear was the thing, and I was consumed with fear. Um, I'm finding it fascinating, and I'm really curious as to what... This is going to go on for years, right? And I don't necessarily mean the coronavirus, although I suspect I suspect it may be hanging around for a while. But I just mean the after effects of it, the, the effects of being cooped up for ages, the mm -hmm. effects of, uh, you know, on alcoholics and drug addicts who haven't been able to get to meetings, the effects on people who, on, on people who are, uh, who have been, you know, a month ago were mentally very stable. Are they going to be stable in six months? I think that, I think there's going to be a huge mental health explosion um, yeah. for years after, maybe even for decades after this. Yeah, and that's and then you think about people who have been living with you know domestic violence or you know oh, children yeah, yeah. who are, children who are being abused. It's awful being trapped together with someone who you've managed to I don't know in some way find an escape from at least part of the day. Um, Twenty percent increase yeah, in calls. There's going to be um, a lot of calls. messed up people afterwards. Twenty percent increase, I think, in calls to a, to a, a domestic uh, violence. Uh, helpline charity thing in the past few weeks yeah i mean and i heard about um the new way of telling a 999 operator that you need help without having to actually say something and that's you know mm. 999 you hit 999 and then you hit 55 and apparently that is that is, is that true that's not an urban myth that's a real that's a real thing is it so bbc news reported it Brilliant. Okay, good, good. Because I'd, I'd heard that and I thought, oh, that sounds like one of their made up things. But if you're saying that's genuine, then uh, that's so what is it you dial 999 and then do what? Well, here's the thing. Uh, let me read you the whole thing from the um, yeah, please from do. BBC News. Uh, a campaign has been launched to raise awareness of how to call 999 when you're too frightened to speak out loud. This is from the BBC News website. Uh, the Independent Office for Police Conduct Watchdog warns that it is not true that a silent 999 call alone will automatically bring help. Around 5,000 of the 20,000 silent calls made daily are put through to an automated system. Callers are then led through a series of prompts and asked to press 55 to confirm there's a genuine emergency. Now, this system's been in operation since 2002, but police say many callers don't understand or use it correctly. It's called Silent Solution. It filters out thousands of accidental or hoax silent 999 calls made daily, but it could also lead to genuine calls being terminated if the callers don't respond to the prompts. So the Independent Office for Police Conduct campaign is being supported by the family of Kerry Power, who was 36 and killed by an ex-partner in Plymouth in December 2013. She'd made a call... 999 but didn't respond to the operator and so was transferred to this thing silent solution 
So 55 is what you need to hit after hitting 999 if you want some, you know, if you want to be put through as an as an emergency call. Um, I've never heard that before, had you? No, I hadn't heard that. I heard that, I think, yesterday or today, because there's been uh, a lot of talk about um, uh, about that. But I hadn't, um, yeah, I hadn't heard that before. Um, 0344 499 The coronavirus pandemic, says this new story, has put many countries on lockdown. You don't say. Tell me something I don't know. Jeez. With people staying home in, uh, in attempt. Oh, my God, the grammar is awful. Awful with people staying home in attempt to limit the spread of COVID-19. This means many mm. people are stuck inside with their significant other all day. Sorry, this uh, I've realised probably reading this straight after a, 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 I was talking about domestic abuse is probably not the the, the smoothest link. So I apologise. This isn't about domestic abuse. This is about um, the, kind of the opposite, I guess. Uh, every day for the next week, some people are taking this in their stride. Others have been looking for ways to keep the spark alive in their relationship during this uncertain time. And it seems because of this, an hilarious new TikTok challenge has been born. Known as the Naked Challenge, it essentially sees people surprising their partner by walking around in their birthday suit while they are distracted working from home or playing video games. I'm in. Um, the person who has stripped off then films the reaction, you're so lucky you're not working here, Kath, because I would do this during the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, I would take the risk of a lawsuit and HR being uh, investigating me. I would take that risk for the laugh. I'm not entirely sure you'd like my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's the laugh. The person who has stripped off <laughs> then films the reaction of the one they are surprising, usually with priceless results. A number of the videos have gone viral. Please stop using that word. And even a few celebs have jumped on the craze. Made in Chelsea's oh. Jamie Liang. I don't know who that is. Uh, Jamie recently, Lang? Well, it's spelled L-I-A-N-G, so it's Liang. Yeah, I know. He's uh, in the McVitie's heir, isn't he? Uh, no, that would be Jamie McVitie. Recently, wasn't McVitie, wasn't there a murderer called... Oh, I'm thinking of Hamratty. But I don't even know if Hamrati was a murderer. Anyway. Jack the Hatman Vitti, you're thinking of, the one that was killed too, by the craze. Too many. Once when for the 11, I'm waiting for this episode to come up on the, the 11 o'clock shows I'm, I'm re-watching. We're doing Vox Pops out in the street, and you just grab people. And to start with, we'd just grab everyone that walked past. And by the end, we got really good at going, no, not him, not her, her. She looks like one. Vox Pop face, Vox face. And um, one day we were doing it. And um, we saw this guy come in and I said to my director, we can't do him, can we? And he went, do it, do it. I said, no, I can't do him. Do it, do it, do it. I went, all right. And so we did it and we interviewed this guy and I knew exactly who he was. And we did it and we took the mickey out of him. And afterwards he said, uh, I like you. I like your show. I've seen your show. I like you. Do you know who I am? And I went, yeah, you're mad Frankie Fraser, aren't you? Mm. And he said, yeah. Yeah, I am. And I tell you what, I like you a lot. If you need anything, if you need anything, and I mean anything, you give us a call and I'll make sure it gets sorted out for you. So I got him to murder someone for me that I didn't like. Gosh. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. Wow. But um, I did, and, and it was, it was it, we had a lot of people. I can't remember what we did, but I think we gently, you know, in the way that we always did with Vox Poppers, we gently took 
the piss out of him and um uh, yeah. you know could have could have been done in for it he gently extracted your teeth with pliers um <laughs> yeah. he we interviewed him once for at uh, when i was studying to become a journalist because i did a crime specialism and he came in and he loved telling stories i mean it was all yeah. totally trying to glamorize what went on and stuff and he was a very charming dapper tiny. elderly man who looked yeah tiny uh, the face of someone who you would get from central casting to play you know, an East End gangster, you know, very striking yeah. features, tiny man. And, you know, afterwards you had to remember that he'd done some terrible, terrible things because yeah. he was yeah. very likeable, very likeable. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. he's talking all that sort of code stuff. Oh, we only ever did badens and all that sort of stuff. And notches. we would look out did, for the good notches. people. And... <laughs> well, that was yeah, it, wasn't it? A character. Um, let, let's finish that story in a minute about the, um, the, the walking in naked. Uh, I want to go to Ian first. Good evening, Ian. Oh, hi there. You're okay. Um, thanks for for my call, um, Ian and Kathy, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, I, I actually just wanted to to ring in um, just just to sort of um, talk about a, a caller you had um, last night. I think he's yes. probably a regular. Uh, Dean, um, yeah. who, who lost his daughter, Emma. Um, yes. Yeah, but basically, I, I, I was going to ring him last night, but it got a bit late, so um, I, ended, I ended up. I was just thinking about it all day, and I don't know why. Wow. It just, it just really. Um, I, I myself got an adult daughter, and I've yeah. got a son as well, and um, it really just struck a chord with me. You know, the the, the whole because I know he was just sobbing his heart out down the phone, and. Um, yeah, I just I was just thinking about it all day, and I just wanted to say that um, that he, that how can I put it? I I was just imagining if it was my daughter, you mm. know, no 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 parents should have to bury their child, you know no. what I mean? And they're 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 always your babies, don't matter how old they are, that that's there. So. Um, I just wanted to let him know because he's probably listening that I was thinking about him today and I'm sure lots of other people. Um, Can I ask why, what it was that, that, why you were thinking about him all day? What was it? Um, well, he, he, he said he'd worked for, for a company called Medisense for about right. 35 years, I think. Right. He, a, a long time and I myself am type 1 diabetic and I use the Medisense oh, there you go. Uh, testers um, uh, for my blood I've moved on to a different one now but yeah so um, I've been diabetic since I was 27 but, um, yeah yeah so that's why but no it was no other reason than, than it really uh, sort of touched me really so uh, I just wanted to to let him know that there's people out, out, you know, I'm sure he knows that anyway. He must, you know, he must know that. Yeah. You know, nice one, Ian. Um, okay, that, that's all. Thank you, mate. That's I really appreciate uh, that. That's very kind of you. Thank you, mate. You, you take care of yourself. 0344 499 Interesting. Uh, uh, Dean's two calls last night were, you know, both two sides of a coin. And, and um, Dean sent me a very nice message, Catherine. He sent it to both of us, but he sent it to me on Facebook. Um, just apologising right. again, and um, I went on his Facebook page, and um, I saw some very nice pictures of Emma on there, 
And um, so, uh, yeah, so Dean, the slate is clean with us. And I look forward to your next call. Um, we'll get back to that story in a bit and uh, more of your calls if you want. 0344-499-1000. We were talking about best uh, war songs. We can we can carry on doing that. Walking in on your partner naked. Uh, lethargy, weird and vivid dreams that you've been having over the past few weeks. Anything goes, really. If you're, you're waiting for the question or the hook, there isn't really one there. 0344-499-1000. Ian and Catherine, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. To our love, in love our problems disappear. But all in all, we soon discover that one and one is all we long to hear. All around the world, little children being born. To the world Got to give them all we can Till the war is won Then will the work be done Help them to learn Songs of joy instead of burn Baby burn Let us show them how to play The pipes of peace
first call of the last hour is Barry from Watford. Good evening, Barry. Oh, good evening. What a lovely song that is. Beautiful, isn't How it? lovely that it's is. Beautiful. And it's a lovely message of peace, yes. of... Shut up. Peace yes. and... Lo- I'm talking. It's a lovely I'm message. I know. You, well, I'm let me... You don't know, you don't you. know what I'm... You don't know what I'm saying. Go I might on, say... Then. I might say it's a lovely song about how you should kill old people called Barry, and you're there going, yes, yes, jeez, right, yes, yes boy, let boy, me like finish the thing. Um, it's a lovely song about peace and love and how we should all get on and how we're all just one people, um, even though, you know, some people are scumbags, but we're all one people on the world. And I thought it was quite fitting with yes. the fact that the coronavirus, yes. it could be he's talking about war, but it could be talking about disease as well, yeah. Barry. Can I speak now? Yes, you can. Yeah, and that's what I was going to concur with, that we should all love one another and be peaceful with each other and try not to interrupt each other when someone's phoned up. Being friendly, we should all be lovely and friendly with each other instead of aggressive and cutting it, people off when they're trying to agree that we should all be with each Set. other and let's with each other do you think Jesus, do you think everyone should be more loving to each other then yeah I do very okay. much what about when Margaret um, shacked up with that bloke from the Halifax no Prakash no that was out of order I caught them the, they were in the windy bar and she'd had a bite of his king size and he was licking her brown derby and I just said no sorry that's not on I withdrew everything from um, the Halifax, the building. Did I I'm not say which one it was? The oh, point okay. is this, Ian. Yes. I wanted yes, to be gave her extra. Talking of. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> he gave her his Northern Rock. That was the problem. Oh. <laughs> anyway, and. Oh. Did you, do you watch the programme, Barry? Dinner date. What's it called, Catherine? First, the one with the French fella on it. First dates. Oh, oh first, first dates. First dates. Good? He's so good. Uh, I don't know, really know what he does, but he's good. But there was one episode recently yeah. where it was an older woman, and she said, I think that they always say, what's your type? And she said, Idris Elba. Right. And then yeah. you'll never guess who walked in as her date. You'll never have a guess. You'll never guess. Um... An elderly man who looked like Idris Elba. Howard from the Halifax oh. ads. <laughs> that geezer would go on anything, won't he? <laughs> he didn't go on her. Um, no, but, no, no, she wouldn't have it. <laughs> no. We withdraw with interest. Anyway, the thing is, what I wanted to say was this. We're talking of songs and war songs. Yes. What was the greatest war song? Um, um, was it, is it? Is it camouflage? Is that a what's a war song, isn't it? Oh, camouflage. camouflage. Nothing's ever quite the way they seem. Oh, you know it. <laughs> oh, 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 camouflage. Gonna get prakash and kick him in the. Uh, I, if you were to release a version of camouflage and yeah. the money went to the NHS, yeah, I would buy and it didn't cost more than 79 pence i would buy you singing camouflage i can't think of anything i'd rather hear right now he was an awfully big marine and what i wanted to 
Not that, not that. Worst I wanted to say, we had some lovely um, songs. I'm really surprised day. that you know Camouflage. Okay, carry on, yes. Um, Hitler, Hitler's only got one nut. Hitler, Hitler, kicking in the butt. Goebbels, nope. Goebbels, uh, he, he no test is true. Goebbels, Goebbels, take that, you German fool. Um, Himmler, Himmler, he's <laughs> flipping yeah, Himmler, Himmler, what a stupid kit. And that was how it went, really. It was ingenious. <laughs> and I've got a feeling Vera Lynn recorded it at one stage. I can't imagine. I can't imagine Vera Lynn singing Himmler, Himmler, what a flipping tip. But if you say it happened, that she sang it in her inimitable way, kept the spirits up. Oh, Martin Borman, Eva flipping so and Eva Brown. Oh, she can flipping talk. And the thing, you know, it kept the spirits up in them days. You know. Well, of course, you didn't. Um, you didn't have uh, television in in the no, war. I don't think so. No, no. no, didn't have any bananas. So songs, songs really were I the did. way of I keeping. Um, again, we're doing the thing yeah, where I talk again, and you interrupt. Talking. Let me exactly. Let me finish, yes. and then you you get more time than almost any other caller, unless you know, the they want to. That's why. It, it says who. Himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler,himmler
Remember when we were put in lockdown We couldn't go out to the seedy side of town We had to stay in making love all day Coronavirus, won't you please go away? I sometimes when they're in my garden If I was with Margaret, she was nude I had a garden and <gasps> Okay, then all right, was, okay oh, Okay, I think I think I think we're probably a bacon lard on. I was going to say bacon <laughs> lard on because that's what she cooks. I wasn't saying anything else. I'm sorry. I, I thought you were going to. No. <laughs> All right. I think I think we'll say good night, Barry. Okay. Good night. Oh, sorry about that. Keep keep happy, everyone. The night. Oh dear. Margaret, good night. night. There we go. That was uh, that was disappointing. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, this is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yep, that's the dog just woken up. Thanks, Barry. Just woken the dog up. That's me sleeping on the sofa again. She could sense uh, his old bones. Ah, uh, Oh. At ten to one at night, is it? I'm guessing. Oh, I thought it was the date. I thought it was the day. It's the night. I don't know. It might be, but I know that I'm not doing that. We're not doing any best ofs anymore. No, not for the foreseeable. No best, no best ofs. I'll show for Saturday nights. They're getting something that will almost definitely be shite. Oh, three, four, four. Four, no, I don't know what they're doing. I, I, I have no, absolutely no idea. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're live on talk radio. Is it called straight to air? Yeah, it, I've, well, I've taken you straight to air. Could you speak into the phone, please, caller? <coughs> Can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me? Hello, can you speak into the phone if you're there, please? Can you hear me? Hello, 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 line two. Babcock. I heard a click. I heard a click, which means there's someone there. No. Maybe they're nervous. Hello? I'm not, I'm not nervous. Can you beans. hear me? Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Me. Hello, line two. Ian Lee smells a poo. I can hear someone there. I can hear someone there, Cal. I can hear, like, the line is connected. But can you hear something? Is my line gone down here? Yeah, it's not just, like, a deadline, is it? There's something, but... um... Kathleen Boyle solicits... No... Hello, line two. Can you hear me? Hello. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Let me just see if I. Uh, let me just have see a, if I a... if I go over here and press this. In the kitchen. What? It's David Babcock. It's David Babcock. Amy, is there? Have I? Have you put up the fader for line two properly? I can see it's up, but I, I can't quite hear something. Is 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 everything all right your end? Yes, it's up to the top. It's up to the top. 
Just check yeah. my um, Wi-Fi box. It seems to be working. Mm. Yeah, I'll check your Wi-Fi box. Mm. I mean, I, here's, it could be. Here. We had this happen before. It could be just that the person who's on the line is such a it's massive boring. knob that yeah. I just can't, we can't hear them because they're so dull and stupid. I mean, that's a possibility. Um, oh, not like the dim bulbs that we sometimes talk about. Oh, I know. Okay. We've had this before. Hang on a second. Amy, could you flick off um, the David Babcock filter, please? I bet it's him. Could you flick uh, him off? Uh, uh, yes, I've just turned it off now. Thank you very much. Hello, line two. Are you there? Hello, what was going on there? Yeah, it's David Babcock doing a stupid voice. I thought so. Good evening, oh, David. Yes. What do you want? No, but, um, you know what I mean? I, could, I was listening to the radio on my, on my little cassette player. Okay, and what and what do you want? Coronavirus. We don't want you anymore. You been drinking? I've not been drinking. I've been eating chocolates that are about two years out of date. And I was just wondering okay. if you could give me Can some... you put the attitude to one side? Because we've got Maxine waiting. And I bet she's a delightful call. What do you want? I want to talk to... I'm getting a bit lonely with all this coronavirus stuff and isolation. And You told me you were thriving on it. Yeah, for about a day. And now I'm bored and I just sat on my sofa. And I'm thinking, can't you uh, can't you try and summon something, summon up some spirits from your house? The spirits can only help so far. I mean, I can, I would love a cuddle, perhaps, and you can't hug a ghost. Well, you can, but you just go straight to it. Succubus. Steady on, Kathleen. Your your mouth has been worse than a potty tonight. Dare you? That's a technical you not term get, for a sexy ghost. Could you not get Anne Boleyn to enter you and give you an internal cuddle? Why? Why Anne Boleyn? She ain't got an head, has she? Well, okay. I, I, first, the first ghost that came to mind, um, uh, Mother Teresa. She's tiny. Oh, no. Well, she was. She was a granny. I'm not really into that. Okay. I mean, it's not supposed to be sexual. It's just meant to be comforting. You said go into me. Mm. Yeah, give you an internal cuddle. Well, I, you're being very problem. I'm giving you solutions, and you're just batting them away. What's going on, David? Let, let me let me do my serious voice. What's going on, my friend? I just all you hear is negativity about this bloody damn virus. Okay, you and want to present the positive side of COVID nineteen. Away you go. No, I'm saying it's starting to get to old babbers. Oh, I cried a single tear into my cornflakes not half an hour ago. Okay, you shouldn't have cornflakes just before you go to bed. That's that's very unhealthy. But okay, uh, you're right there. It gives me awful wind. Is this why you've been a knob on Twitch and you've um, started a war against me? I, I just want you to reach out your long limb of freedom and allow me to climb on top of it and give it a good cuddle okay all you need to do is apologize for the way you have spoken to me on twitch and um spoken to my followers and i'll consider forgiving you not, not even 
hearing old Babcock in distress is enough for me. No, I like it. It makes me, it makes me um, horny, actually. It gives me uh, pleasure. I get aroused hearing old Babcock in distress. It works for me. Kathleen? Well, I think it's terrible business. Come here, Bab. Come here, Babbers. Come here. Don't touch him. I'm going to give you. You know where he's been. I'm giving you a ghost hug. He likes them. I'm going to give you a ghost hug. Are you ready? You can't see them, but you know they're there. Ready? Here it comes. Oh! 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 Yes! Here we go. Yes! Oh, that'll do it. Oh, go, go away, go away. You're a horrible, dirty man. Go away. Thank you, thank you. Goodbye waste of our lives that was let's go to maxine good evening maxine this will be good good evening how are you very well maxine disgusted we're gonna to have to wipe myself down with the last of my disinfectant wipes after that call it was horrendous apart from that i'm fine oh lovely and thank you very much for taking my call um i've been pondering over something all evening uh, i spoke to my daughter today and she's um yes. a pediatric surgeon and she was saying to me that she'd really love to get some scrubs, but with Disney characters on. So oh. um, I've been on Facebook today and somebody's offered to make some for her so that I oh, can lovely. send her some. Um, but we need to get hold of the material. Now, I was oh. just wondering if you could ask your listeners if yes. anybody knows of where we can get Disney material from, because she works in paediatrics, um, for me to get some scrubs made for her. Um, I'm, well, I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming you've Googled it. To, uh, 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 have you done that? Has any has anything come up? No, nothing's come up. Oh, oh yes. I mean, with everything being locked down at the minute, I just wondered if anybody had got anything in their warehouse. I'm, I'm quite happy yeah. to buy, buy the material and get them made for her. But she, she just wanted to brighten the children's day um, as they come into hospital. And Yeah, of course. No, it's a great idea. And, and oh, it's, like a, it's, it's a great idea. Well, if it's any... I mean, all, I'm... All the, sorry. Um, go on. She said, you know, all the scrubs are all sort of boring colours. Yeah. So um, I just I just thought I'd give it a shot. I've been sat, sat in bed thinking about it, and I wanted to do something nice for her with her being so busy at the moment. So oh, I, bet. I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd try and throw it out there just in case. Well, I, w- I don't know if, you, if you've listened to our show before, Maxine. I will let you into a secret. Nearly all of our listeners are idiots. But, right. but, <laughs> no, but that doesn't mean, does it, Catherine? That doesn't mean they might, you never know. There's probably one of them is, has got a whole roll of um, Disney material under their bed for some weird purpose. Isn't that right, Catherine? You never know. You never know. I've just looked. Oh, actually, I found a website here, myfabrics.co.uk. They've got loads of Disney material. My uh, fabric. quite pricey though. Myfabrics.co.uk. Let's right. have a little look. They've got Little There's, Mermaid. Uh, they've got Frozen. They've got Mickey. They've got all sorts. Now, if this is a fi- if this is official, then this is going to be expensive. We want we want hooky like they do in Greek in Greece. Um, <laughs> you know, have you noticed that Maxine? When you go like to like Greece or Spain, they'll have fairgrounds and things. They've got all the Disney characters on there, and you think. Well, that's not licensed. There's no way they've done that. They've they've paid for that. Um, where are you seeing the Disney stuff on there? 
there's Kath, because yeah, I can't you, see. Oh well, it. if you just okay, hang on, I'll tell you. Myfabrics.co.uk. Yeah, I'm there. And then it's slash Disney. All right, let's have a little uh, slash. And I found another website that's really good. Disney. No, no that doesn't work, Catherine. Well, that, that URL right, is link, invalid. I can tweet the link if you prefer. Could you I'm, just I'm t- looking at just, it. just all right? Well, just then do it then, please, so I can see it for crying out loud. Flipping heck, mate. Honestly, what is I your problem? I'm trying to help Maxine and her daughter, who are heroes, both of them. Um, yeah, I, I'm yeah. being told Etsy is the place to go as well. Let's, let's have a little look in Etsy. Um, it's the coronavirus, coronavirus. There's another one called Lovely away. Jubbly Fabrics. Oh, I don't want the websites. I want the links. Sorry, Maxine, you've come a very right. tense time in our relationship, if I'm completely honest. But I am determined. I, that I do listen to you every single night when I uh, oh, go to bed, because obviously, like everybody else in the country, it's a difficult time to sleep. Well, you're very kind. Thank you. We're going to try harder to be more entertaining. I'm just waiting for Catherine to retweet that link like she said she was going to do. Oh, you said so, send it to you. So I've sent it to you. No, as an I didn't. Email. I, well, the emails will take ages. Here we go. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, Kath, for God's Listen. Right. Let's have a look. Myfabrics.co.uk. Let's have a little look. Um, oh, they've got some nice ones here. Well, how uh, uh, they've got frozen, they've got French. That's boring. They've got Minnie Mouse. How now? It's twelve point twelve pounds a meter. How many meters okay. do you need for this? I haven't got a clue. I'm not. A, I'm not a dressmaker at all. Oh. Okay. Well, what is it? What? What? What are you saying, Kath? Disney's Minnie and Daisy. Mm. Uh, let me have a, let's on, have let a little think. look. What, oh. what, what, give, give, me, give me some measurements. Give me some measurements here. This is what I want is measurements. That's what we need. Um, I'm, put, I'm looking at a scrubs pattern. Scrubs. You, you stay there, Maxine. You stay there. You stay there. Okay, um, thank you so much for your no, help. No, we're going to help. No, we're going to help. Listen, we've got, we got, um, we got nothing else to do. <laughs> we might as well help your What's your daughter's name? Her name's Christy Smith. Hey, Christy Smith. Um, and well, well, she 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 lives in London, um, just outside yeah. of Kent. But um, she started a new job in Wales in January, so she's actually stuck in Wales and she can't oh, get home. Oh, me, God. And um, her partner's well. uh, her partner works in one of the big hospitals in London as well. So yeah, she's she's missing him terribly. <laughs> Yeah, I bet she is. I bet she is. So, and there's, there's, you know, she's an actual hero doing what she's doing. So I just wanted see. to try and, and do something really nice for her. Oh, you, you are doing something very nice for her. And we're going we're gonna to find exactly what you need. Uh, Kath, how much material do we need? I'm just looking here. Hang on. Hang on. You're not in a rush, are you, Maxine? No, I'm fine. I'm wide awake. Good. All right, good. Stay there. I'm guessing. There. I, I can't see on there how wide that, that um, fabric is that you would buy. But, you know, she's uh, it's a fairly simple pattern, right, Scrubs? She, she can't be more than two, meet, two metres tall. Right. Can, yeah. So she? I'm thinking four metres. I wouldn't think. So I'm thinking probably four metres would be more than enough. You might even get um, a, a head scarf thing out of that as well. A bandana. Right. But that's a guess. All right. 
Okay, yeah. so let's have a little look at one. My Fabrics, I think, is the place. So we've got... Um, let me know if any of these grab your fancy, Maxine. We've got Frozen. We've got nice pink Minnie Mouse, but then that might be alienating for some of the boys, because even though, you know, we don't see that... But, yeah, because that would be gender neutral, wouldn't that? Gender neutral. Well, we've got a nice one of Mickey Mouse playing football. We've got, we've got Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh's uh, gender neutral. Um, we got cars. Um, I think that's oh, your actually, lot there's there. places where you can buy Disney scrubs. No, really? shut up. Where? Well, whoa, 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 hang yeah. on a second. Where? Where? What, what have you got? Here? Hang on, let me just do, let me just double check. You said it now, Catherine, and it's if called, it's not true, you have to make I it. I know it is. I just want to. Make, oh, it's in America. Hang on, let me keep looking. Oh, well, hang on, mate. You, <laughs> you can you can order it from America. I know it might take a while though. Okay, well we're, we're not going anywhere. I'm in Lincolnshire, by the way. Okay, I think they deliver from America to Lincolnshire. Oh, that would be lovely. Hang on a minute. Well, there's some on Amazon. Let's have a look. Amazon.co.uk. Ah, dear Disney scrubs. Oh, gosh. Well, I say that is not an official nurse's uniform that's popped up there. Let me just say that is outrageous. <laughs> that is outrageous. My goodness gracious me. That looks most unhygienic. Um, let's have a look here. Okay. Oh, my team view is closed as well. Hang on a second. What have you found, Kath? I'm still looking. All right. Maybe we. Maybe still... material is just the way to go then. Yeah. It's just I wouldn't know how much to get without. Knowing well, four the four meters. Four meters would be plenty, right? I would think. About. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we Don't we need to find. Uh, yeah, I think yes. I. Um. Well, I'm talking I, to the I person mean, who's going to have to make them, so... No, she's not... Ma oh, Maxine's yeah. not making them. She knows someone that's going to make them. Oh, right, OK. Maxine is the conduit here. There's a nice... Well, what do you reckon? There's a nice mini the, uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Um, there's... I'm trying to find one that's kind of gender neutral. And it's, you know, as often with these things, it's it's either pink fairies or it's, you know, kind of mm -hmm. blue cars. Um Winnie the Pooh seems to be, Winnie the Pooh or Frozen, seem to be the most general gender neutral. Which of those do you reckon? Uh, probably Winnie the Pooh. There's not a Jungle Book or anything, is there? No, there isn't a Jungle Book. There isn't a Jungle Book. I think, um, uh, let me just go, just quick look. Everyone, everyone stay calm. Jungle book disney material oh hang on etsy 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 um um here we go cotton cotton fabric is that material yeah yeah cotton fabric is material <laughs> yeah uh, mm -hmm. okay but these come in like one meter sections yeah, You're not but gonna if you ask for four metres, they'll, they'll give you a long piece. I don't think they will. Size, well, these one ones... metre. No, but I'm looking at these Jungle Book ones in Etsy. One metre, right. qu quantity four. So that wouldn't work because that would come... Um, 
that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. Jungle Book Fabric Etsy. Let's have a little look. Let's have a little look. Amy, do let me know if we get any other callers, because my, my um, team viewer is closed, and I'm, I'm not really in any great rush to, uh, to do it. No, right, here we go. I think the Jungle Book is... Uh, I'm sorry, I think the... Uh, what's this, what's this, what's this, what's Winnie this? Winnie the Pooh. <clears throat> Winnie the Pooh. I think Winnie the Pooh is the way forward. Right. So, let me have a little look at that. Um... I don't understand how this works. £12.45 a metre. Oh, you enter the amount in the next step. Right. So we want four metres. Right. Four metres. Okay. Um, then we go there. Okay. Um... Do you want me to buy it for you? No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go online and buy it tomorrow. No, 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 no. Let me let me do this as a gift. Let me do this as a gift to your daughter. Um, Are you to, sure? Do it. Oh, nice. oh, oh, this is this is this is my gift to you and to oh, your. Hang this on a minute. Is my gift to you. Before yes. you buy it, Ian. Fabric yes, quantities. Someone's. Thank you very much to Krista who sent me on Twitter um, a thing with uh, approximate quantities for how much you'll make. How so? If, small, medium, large. You'll need four and a half meters for small or medium, or five meters for a large. We go up to five meters. Then we go up to five meters. What? Do, where do you want this sent to, Maxine? Don't give me the address. But are we sending this to you? Yes, that would be right. fantastic. What I am going to do. I'm going to pass you back to Amy. You okay. are going to give Amy your address. And okay. then she is going to WhatsApp it to me either now or after the show. And when right. she's WhatsApped it to me, I'm going to put in an order for five metres of Winnie the Pooh um, fabric. And you'll get that whenever they pull their finger out and decide to send it over. And that is uh, our gift to you for being lovely. And to your daughter for being miles away from home and doing a brilliant, brilliant job and thinking about the kids and stuff. So, yeah, we'll do that. Thank you, Ian and Kath. That is so kind of you. And she it's will really greatly appreciate it. And as soon as the scrubs are made up, I'll make sure that she takes a photograph. We want a picture. And we want a picture. we'll send you a picture. You're Brilliant. a good woman, Maxine, and Brilliant. your daughter is a good woman as well. And um, send her our love. But stay on the line. Speak to Amy. Yes. Give her the address, and I'll get that order done before the end of the show or just after the show. Okay? Thank you, thank you, thank you. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Let's take a quick break. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Last 20 minutes of the show... It's Thursday night, Friday morning. I have to keep... I've got no real grasp of the days at the moment, Catherine. It's, as I'm sure most people are. It, it, it's all over the shop, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I think if it wasn't for the children, who are very good at remembering what day it is, I'd be completely lost. Ah, the children. I can't the children. wait to go home. <laughs> I can't wait to go home. <laughs> I love it. I just am aware I'm not doing a great job with them. I'm letting them play way too much Fortnite. And um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm cooking for them. And I'm I actually I ordered Domino's today because I forgot to take uh, the meat out of the freezer for the cottage pie I was uh -oh. going to make. Uh, yes. 
Um, so we got Domino's instead. Um, but I'm, I'm aware I'm not really pulling my weight I- I- as much as I could. So, and I think it's 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 fatigue. You know, it's it's fatigue. But there you go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Just while I send this off to. Um, uh, uh, Maxine, have you got anything there, Catherine? I shall be listening, but I can just complete yeah. this little order as well at the same time while we're doing this. Well, here's a here's a nice thing. I, I've t- spoken to you about this privately. Did we speak about yeah. this on air? I'm going to tell you anyway again. Um, this mum's had this brilliant idea. This is in the mirror, but it's been on a number of um, websites. Um, a mum who wanted to ensure that her two children didn't feel too down about being stuck in the house shared her creative yeah. solution to give them something to look forward to. Um, Kate Eberall and her husband Kevin made a magical jar for their sons Max 5 and daughter Evie 2 to help them keep fe- uh, keep feeling positive. Uh, so what she's doing is... Uh, Every time we wish we could do something or go somewhere or treat ourselves or see someone we love, visit a new place, invite people to join us, we're going to write it down on a post-it note and put it in this jar. Oh, there you go. When this is all over, this will be our list and we'll work our way through the jar and be more grateful than ever for the little and lovely things in our lives. Until then, we'll enjoy watching the jar fill up with magical things to look forward to. So two of the notes she gives as an example include stay at grandma's house. Oh, I see. Is that her wish or the kids? And uh, go and build sandcastles on the beach. Uh, Katie says it's nice to think that when we go back to normal life, we'll have some really good plans. Even though we explain to the children what's going on, my two-year-old really doesn't get it. Max just thinks it's a really long weekend, but he's starting to realise and ask a few questions. He's missing his friends and going to nursery, and he keeps asking if his friends can come round. We go swimming every week, and he goes to toddler gymnastics, so he's missing that as well as normal everyday things like going to the park and the shops. I realised I was going to have to say no to them over things that wouldn't even usually be something they had to ask about. Uh, she put this idea of this jar on Facebook and saw her idea shared more than 136,000 times. You got 90,000 likes. And she said, you know, now the kids have got something that they can be really excited about. They've put in everyday things like having a barbecue and building sandcastles, but also things we've never done before, like going to dig a world. My friend's dig going a- to dig a world. Oh, George just climbed up my leg. Oh, that wasn't me getting that. I am excited. I am excited at Digger World, but but that was George climbing Digger up on me. Awesome. You're a naughty boy. What is Digger World? Just just like diggers. Yeah, I think I it's think owned by one of the big digger companies. And yeah, well, there's only one and, JCB. Uh, what? Who else does diggers? Yeah. Yeah, the rest of the ones I was thinking of, attractors. You're right. How how yeah. foolish of me. Uh, but yeah. you can go in like miniature diggers and scrape up sandcastles and stuff with them and that. Oh, Mum, this is Digger World. We wanted to go to Tractorland. Oh, no. <laughs> you ruined, you ruined your... Hey, they're the same. What's the problem? They're exactly the bloody same. These are diggers. We want to <laughs> we want to pull, not dig. <laughs> uh, Maxine, that order's done. Uh, let us know when it arrives, please. Um, but that order is, uh, is done and is winging its way to you at uh, some point. Oh, that's, that's good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, with our genuine heartfelt thanks to your daughter for being brilliant. I, I was talking about your kids, uh, the, the kids thing, but um... uh, Digger World, all these things are brilliant. I mean, you know, I, I'm going to start with that because we had the jar, uh, the pot of possibilities that 
didn't we add for one summer when we were doing this sort of staycation thing so we had little yeah. post-it notes in there with days out and little activities and stuff but yeah and now we're gonna we're gonna start doing that i think the, oh uh, i was doing the, the thing shift. about um i was doing the thing about right anyway right so speaking of wish lists <laughs> the person <laughs> who has stripped off then films the reaction of the one they are surprising, usually with priceless results. A number of videos have gone viral, and even a few celebs have jumped on the craze. Made in Chelsea's Jamie Liang recently attempted to surprise his girlfriend Sophie Hababoo, but it didn't quite go to plan with her simply laughing at his manhood. Oh. However, others have been much more successful with TikTok user Casey Cakes. <coughs> getting one of the best reactions with her boyfriend falling over from um excitement where's where's uh can we play where's casey cakes here i, I wanna um no i can't see casey cakes this is Habba, uh, sophie Habababooby and jamie liang i think this no george get her up the, why are you so he's this is jamie liang going in naked the heavy breathing. Great, 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 great. Why are you naked? Why have you got naked? Does it not excite you? Naked balls are shrinking. <laughs> oh my god. Your penis looks tiny. Okay, okay. I don't need to hear that again. Jeez. Number of times I've heard that in my real life. Um um okay also okay, her so question is... why are you naked well because i'm a reality tv star and everything wacky i do is for effect um that's a bit harsh that's a bit and harsh. yet fair yeah actually very fair i'm gonna i'm gonna grant you that um hmm. i feel like we've kind of finished but we've got another um 13 minutes to go and and and, and boy oh boy it would be awful of us just to pack up but George, get out of the way. I've got a spooky story. If you want to talk about something completely different. Oh yes, yes, I do. We've not had it's... a spooky story for a long time. I mean, it's only the testimony of the world's leading exorcist. Oh, let's have it. Get straight to it. The world's leading exorcist was convinced the devil speaks English. Father Gabriel Amorth, who was the Vatican's top devil destroyer for 30 years until he died aged 91 in 2016, claimed the people he managed to save often spoke our mother tongue when possessed. Even Italians he met while apparently under Lucifer's spell would yell threats and curses in English despite not knowing a word of it. He claimed the devil hated hearing Latin and preferred speaking English. Oh, you know the, the devil hates Latin because because if you if you want to get rid of the devil, you've got to speak Latin to him. And the devil, and I've seen this in films, the devil goes, stop, stop, stop speaking Latin, stop speaking Latin to me. How dare you speak Latin yeah. to me? Um, and you carry yeah. on speaking Latin. It gets him really, really annoyed. I know the most evil thing in the universe, and that narks him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The priest says he met a quote-unquote peasant in 1997 who shouted abuse at him in perfect english before spitting at him and attacking him just like in the 1973 horror film the exorcist you may be familiar with it apparently father amorth managed to calm the demon with a prayer catholic priest marcello stanzioni in his new book about father amorth wrote but then, screaming and howling, the demon burst forth and looked straight at him, drooling saliva from the young man's mouth. 
The book, The Devil is Afraid of Me, then claims the possessed peasant's body stiffened and he began to levitate, hovering three feet in the air for a few minutes before falling into a chair. A ch I thought they're outside. I'd, Im I'd imagined him outside, did you? You can you can have chairs outside, Catherine. I've, I've, I've got one, so that happens. Like that does happen. Or, okay, okay. I'm not yep, doubting or, or, the veracity or, or, of this or, or, testimony. Or, it's just in my head I had him in outside. Or, Okay, or a dining chair. I took a dining chair outside earlier on. It just made things a bit easier. So, please, oh, I can't believe the bit you're questioning careful. is the fact that there might be a chair outside. Just be careful. If you're going to levitate onto a dining room chair, they are quite heavy on the old landing. Yeah. And then, oh, there's more. And then the devil apparently announced the exact day and hour he would leave the man's body. They're nothing okay. if not punctual. Yep, yep, yep. Despite scepticism in many quarters, I can't imagine why that might be, Father Stanzioni insists all of the events in the book really happened. Although Italian Father Amorth was said to be the leading quack, this is the Daily Star, I don't think quack is the word you're reaching for, in his field, he apparently readily admitted most people who visited him were just mentally ill. He's reported yeah, to have said, yeah. let's just see a psychologist, but he estimated he'd well, seen around a hundred genuine cases of possession. Sometimes... Gosh. Uh, symptoms. This is another thing. Did, this is very rude. The way this has been written did, by the star. Did you misread symptoms as sometimes, or is there some? Is it sometimes yes. symptoms? It's because I was coming up to another word, which I think is okay. um, out of order. Snowflake. Symptoms. The potty priest. Why are we saying he's potty? Well, he's obviously symptoms. A the potty priest associated with bedevilment include spitting, vomiting shards of glass or pieces of iron, and even rose petals. Yeah, that'll do it. On one occasion, he claimed a woman spat pieces of a transistor radio at him after vomiting it up. Yeah, I wonder could what she'd been listening to. Oh, Steve Allen. And Who? The... <laughs> and the priest said many assumed supernatural strength, including an 11-year-old boy fighting off three policemen, and a 10-year-old lad picking up a massive table. You don't need to know I... how massive; just know it was. I massive. think, <laughs> I think, I think I could lift a car. Like a small car, um, I think I could lift, and this is just like normal, not if like one of my kids were trapped or something. I think right. I could lift a small car if I had to, if I really had to, I think I could do it. Like a mini or a mini metro or something. Uh, no. Is that what you asked me? Did you ask me if I could lift a car? or did? No. Okay, sorry. I misheard you, so please carry on. But I'm glad that you're could. offering, and if I ever yeah, need my could. car lifting, I know... Where to come? I pushed a car, car once that had the handbrake on. Managed to shift it. It was on gravel. Did you? But um, yeah, man, and two other people. Wow. But yeah, we managed to shift a car. I was a responsible that... for bouncing a car once. Okay. Yep. 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 It was, um, and yeah. that's how you got your two kids, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. She didn't say no, dear listener. <laughs> she didn't say no. I have never had full intercourse in a car. Never. I've done, few, no, I've done, a, done, I've done all the other things, but I've never. Mm. I just. How would you do it? Do you? Do you? Um, go on. Does, does, do you, this is a genuine question, okay? And this is what people need to know because these are dying skills that need to be passed down from generation to generation. Do you go into the back seat and use the back seat like a tiny bed? Do you lower You'd the You'd have to drivers... be quite wee to make that work, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Do you lower the well? Do you lower the driver's seat 
and then well how do the lady sits on you? i don't know i don't know how it works my second question second question not connected to this does anybody still have camp beds and i tell you why because i slept on the sofa last night because of the dog and i just thought oh i wish i had a camp bed now camp beds have been replaced by inflatable mattress or mattresses i think i'm not sure what the plural is and i don't think they're as good as the camp bed so does anybody still have a camp mm. bed do you know what i mean by a camp bed yes i used to have a camp bed and then okay, I I'm thought, really em- sod this, I'm going to have to yeah. store this camp bed. I'm going to now get rid of the camp bed and buy a mattress that, w- if you will, I can oh. inflate and deflate it. W- well, you just fold it up, but oh, God, look, 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 look. I've just gone on Amazon. Look at these camp beds. My God. My God, Miss Jones. They look uh, absolutely amazing. Nothing has changed in camp bed technology. I'm getting a camper bed. Why? Mostly, it's just you there. Yes, okay, right. But for the first time ever, nearly all of my beds are full. And um, I had to sleep on the sofa last night to comfort a dog. And I would rather, next time if the dog ever comes, which it won't, because I'm not allowing it. But if, if I had to take the dog, which I never ever will, I will always refuse to take the dog again. But if I had to, but it will never happen, I can then say, look, I'll sleep downstairs with her on a camper bed. Not on the sofa. Okay, we don't know because you'd be complaining about the camp beds because you end up, it's, they're always uncomfortable. They're always very metallic and mate, sticky. Innie. It's better than the sofa. Gosh. That sofa was. Anyway, she's not ever staying again. Door. So why are you mitigating for a thing supposing that's never going to happen again? Supp- supposing I had to. Supp- just supposing I had to. But I would never allow it, is what I'm saying. But mm. if I had to. Yeah. It would never happen because I would never ever allow it. Is well, is the point? Just I'm making. get a hypothetical camp bed then. They're well cheap. You got me there. You got me there. Carry on with your story, please. Oh, this is the end of the story. Oh. Uh, so yeah, apparently the devil speaks English. The devil speaks all the languages of man, and all all, all of the dead languages of man. Uh, mm. The devil's a crafty bugger. You got to give him that. <laughs> Crafty, crafty bugger. <laughs> we can agree on that, yeah. Yeah. Yep, swine. We certainly can. We certainly can. Do what? What is it with Satanists? Satanists, to me, it's the earthly equivalent. No, it's sorry. It's the spiritual equivalent of Nazism, right? And 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 by that I mean what we well let me explain. By that we every logical, rational thinking person knows that Hitler was bad, right? And that the Nazis were bad. We know that. We know that. But we all know that Satan is bad, don't we? And it, some, it could well, be argued that Satan that is worse. Satan is is worse than Hitler. I would have. I mean, I, I don't want to play evil top trumps, but Satan surely is worse than Hitler. Yeah, but then the Satanists would say that you've fallen for the biggest scam oh. in the world. You okay. Know, Jesus has all the good PR. They would What's argue. Your language. Yeah. It's uh, boring though. Jesus. Uh, well, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's let's, let's back off. Let's back off. Who's boring? Off. Who's I'm boring? not. Uh, all right, uh, Jesus. No, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Mm, okay. If you like dungarees and acoustic guitars in churches, then yeah, sure. <laughs> he's uh, uh, a cool guy. That's not Jesus. That's some of his helpers. You can't blame him for that. 
No, 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 you can't. Just like some of our listeners are really strange people that I wouldn't want to spend any time with. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, I'm looking at you, David Babcock. Uh, well, I'm not actually because I find you hideous and make my eyes bleed. Um, but we, but, but, but. So they're saying that Satan is a good guy. Mm. Yeah. As, as far as I understand it, and of course I've never probed it in in a great amount of depth. I, I did start watching that documentary, Hail Satan. It's got a question mark on it. Hail Satan. Yeah. And I couldn't work out whether they were on the wind up or not. I started that, and it, I thought it was a, it was a, a Mickey take. So I thought, no, I'm not. Yeah. And I, I I don't I. Um, all right. Well, tomorrow, Satanists, uh, you're very welcome to call in um, and have a chat and stuff. Isn't it? Yeah. I think we'll be surprised. Yeah. Really tired. And I'll be up yeah. early with the boys tomorrow. That's great. Um, I do love my kids. I know I'm, I'm, I, I'm moaning a little bit about them, but I, I, I love them. And I, it's, it's such a joy to have them here. And one of them is the eldest is doing um, an online computer programming course uh, for two hours a day. And it's, it's, it's brilliant. He's, and he is really weird. He's 10 and he's writing the same stuff using, I think it's called Python, the same little quizzes and programs that I used to write in John Menzies and WH Smith's when I was 10 in basic what is your name do you want to do a quiz or mm. what is is this true or false uh, and he's doing the same stuff and i'm and i'm watching him and today he, he finished his lesson but he, he there was a bug in the program he couldn't quite get it to work and so we we debugged it we i sat there with him and i could sort of understand what it was and we we worked through it and worked out what he did wrong and it was brilliant it was brilliant so yeah. uh i'm gonna get him to write a big selling computer game <laughs> Make lots of money. We're done. That should be We're that done, sorted. What, what do you reckon? A We're, week? Two weeks? Two weeks, max. We're done. Thank you, mate. I miss you so much. Okay. I really do miss um, hanging out with you, and, and and you know, and I'm spoiled in this isolation. That yeah, I live on my own, but I get to see the kids, and I'm, I've seen my ex-wife the last few days, and it's been delightful. Um, but I'm, I miss hanging out with you. Hang on, just bear with me one second. Uh, line one, the show's finished, mate. I know, I know. I just thought I'd phone up and say good night. Well done, great show, both of you, oh, as always. That's, that's nice. Thank good you. Night. I wish you'd phone up in the last twenty minutes when we were filling, but thank you. That's very, very kind. What, what a lovely way. <laughs> that's really sweet. What a lovely way to end the show. It was a nice one tonight. We'll, we'll we'll leave it there. Amy, thank you so much. You've gone above and beyond tonight. Thank you to Dougie. Stay tuned. Uh, Daryl Morris is coming up uh, next. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio.